choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. All right, and we are up. All right. So, hello out there in listener land. We know we skipped a week, our bad, but we got jobs and shit. So, this is, uh, thanks for asking. I'm Kells at KMGZ. I'm suave, I sincerely suave. And we hope you missed us. But this should be a good show. Because we got, y'all got to give us like some of this stuff might be a little older now because we skipped a week. But I mean, it's still fresh. We haven't talked about it. So it'll still be new. Um, so what you want to start with? I kind of I kind of want to start with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You've been watching it, right? I watched um, the first episode I watched. And I don't think I saw the whole thing of the second one. But yeah. I, I got, I'm, I'm very like, I don't know what the word is. But I was like, I when I came back on, I was like, yay, it's back on. Like, I was so, <laughs> I was so happy that Love and Hip Hop, like, I feel like that's the best one. Like, it's, Yeah, it's, I was excited. I, I like this one. It's my guilty. It, it, yeah, right? <laughs> like, I feel like if the, if the Atlanta, definitely the Hollywood, I don't think, I don't know nobody really like that one that much. That could go. But I feel like if the Love and Hip Hop New York one went away, nobody would care. But the Atlanta one is good, man. It's like. And that one, that one be jumping. Yeah, and so the first, so the first episode, which would have been about two weeks ago now, we just do that real quick. Um, what I don't even know what happened in the first. Oh, so Jocelyn wasn't there. The, the right. Puerto Rican princess wasn't there. She was away handling her business, i.e. Stevie J. Um, what else had? Oh, your girl, your girl, you, you, your girl Rashida. Rashida, that, oh, she's so fine, man. She's so y'all fine. Y'all like Rashida. I mean, she's cute, but I'll, I'll just be like. She's fine to me. She, I'll just be wondering about Rashida. Like, like the second episode, right? Like, so when Carly Red, you saw when Carly Red was like all in her house going through her stuff, going through her trash and everything, trying to find out about Kurt. And I was watching it like, Carly Red, you fucking bird. Like, who yeah, the I fuck? Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, so she had Carly Red over there because trying to find out because, you know, Kurt. Is it Kurt or Kirk? I don't know his Kirk. name. Kurt with a T? With a K, I think. Okay, I'm calling him Kirk. So, I don't know. Let's, let me see. I never know. Go what, ahead. I never know. So, um, you this nigga done rented a, a, a whole fucking apartment in downtown Atlanta or Buck. I don't know. Is Buckhead down? Is that downtown or is that two different places? Buckhead is separate from downtown, okay. I think. I think it's as in far Buckhead. As I know. He says Buckhead, but you know niggas be lying. So, but we gonna go for with Buckhead. That's like supposed to be the nice area, right? Yeah. Okay. Buckhead is uh, the uppity spot. So he claims he got this apartment. He he calling it an office, but it's a fucking apartment. It's like a three bedroom apartment. <laughs> and then he he claims that he's paying thirty five hundred dollars in rent. Now I don't live in Atlanta. I only been to Atlanta twice. But the one thing I know about Atlanta is rent is cheap. And thirty five hundred dollars a month for an apartment in New York City. Is kind of on the high side. It ain't, you know. We know, we know. There's more, but that I can't afford that right now. So for him to be in goddamn Atlanta, talking about he paying thirty five for what? I, I bet you mortgages ain't Atlanta ain't no thirty five hundred. You live there though. You you comment. I, th- I thought that sounded a little bit like nigga, you lying. That's a lot. I I, I don't I don't want to say it's a lie per se. I, I don't know, but it, he would be an idiot. But that is a lot. 
Yeah. But Buckhead, I mean, Buckhead is expensive. I don't know too much about Buckhead. Um, I, I was looking on the internet. That's, a high, that's high. Yeah, I was looking on the internet, like, you know, thinking, oh, you know, just looking at, because I always look at housing prices, and I was looking in that area, and I was looking at condos for, like, a mortgage. And, I mean, the high-end, the high-end ones in that area was, like, 2000 2100 So, he's talking about $1,500 more than that. And that place, I mean, I'm not saying you can't pay $3,400. But that looked just like every other Atlanta apartment to me that don't cost $3,500. So right, it I, didn't look worth what it was. Yeah, so I was but who like, knows what else is happening in the building, I don't know. Yeah, only thing I could think of is maybe if it was like, because it, it looked like it was pre-furnished. It looked like it came with all that furniture. I doubt he bought that furniture. So I was like, maybe it's a corporate um, rental, and you know, they, they may yeah. charge more for that. That's the only thing I was thinking, like, maybe it's a corporate rental, but that nigga. But anyway. He's yeah. a fuck nigga. He just, and she loved him to death. Do she love him so much? Do she or do she just like don't want to raise all them kids by herself? No, she loved that nigga. She really loved that guy. So Carly Red was over there going through the track. Going through first of all, I wouldn't have had Carly Red in my house going through nothing. But then I was thinking, I was like, you know what, though, Rashida, you might need a Carly Red because clearly Kurt is doing. He got whole families and whole houses and shit. Just the second time now, he got like a whole nother life, and you ain't know nothing about. So maybe you do need Carly Red to show you where to look, so you can figure start figuring shit out. But she had the bitch going through their paperwork, through their trash, through everything. That's crazy. I mean, Kirk deserves it though. He does. It is what it came, by the way. Um, he does it to himself. Like you can't. Rashida is a good woman. I'm saying that like I know her from somewhere, but <laughs> she is. She gotta be to put up with his old trifling ass. I, I guess. For that I, long. I just wonder if she got all them damn kids and just like, I ain't finna do this shit by myself. But the part that made me laugh a little bit was when, was when um you know, they was going through the house and Carly Red was like, yeah, you gotta find the money. And then Carly Red was like, whatever I find to get the key. And Rashida was like, you don't get the key, but we split it. Bitch, money you find in my house is my money. We ain't splitting shit. I'm keeping, I'm keeping all of it. Thanks for finding, helping me find it, bye, girl. Like, I got it. We ain't splitting shit. It's like, what is wrong with these bras? But yeah. be taking my money up out my house, man. And please. So, um, yeah. So I, I just thought that was, I, because first I was like, look at this fucking bird. Then I was like, but honestly, Rashida, that might be what you need, because clearly you missing it, all the stuff on your own. So, um. That was but that. he's sloppy though. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't think she misses it. I think she probably is in denial about a lot of it because he's sloppy. It's not like he hides it very well. You might be right about that denial because Carly Red went right to the trash can to pull that shit out. Like, oh, here go the lease she signed, girl, with your name on the lease too. Which right. I, I don't even know how you do that. So he had to. Fr- so I'm not even sure. I'm not. Not that I'm not. That's not legal. He would have had to forge her name on the lease. So. That's not a legally binding lease anyway, or at least, I don't know the Georgia law, but at least not on her behalf, because clearly he, he forged her signature, she ain't know nothing about it, so I don't know if he got a stamp on her signature or what, but whoever that leasing agent was might be in trouble too, might be the same dude Apollo been been using. I was just about to say, this sounds like Apollo and Fabian. <laughs> Somebody down there doing some shady business with these hustlers, that quote finger hustling, hustling niggas, I don't, I don't know, but um, and I ain't never heard a record from none of these people. Not none of them. Not Rich Dollars. Not Kurt. Not Rashida. Well, whatever that song was that that K. Michelle was clowning on her when she was like, "My name Rashida." I guess people know that song because when she did it, people was like, "Oh, I like that song." So I guess at least one song Rashida got that y'all know. But I ain't never heard no songs from none of these people. 
Now Jocelyn. But she had that song that was talking about I don't fight, I don't argue, I just hit that bitch with a bottle. I forgot what remix it was, but that was my shit. That that was Rashida. Hell yeah. Yeah, see, y'all, y'all get the, I ain't never heard nothing from Nan, Nan one of them. So, um, I only, only one I heard a song from was Scrappy. Actually, I don't even think I heard a Scrappy song. I heard Young Jock, because he had the, uh, those, those little couple hits that everybody knew, uh, I forgot the name of it now. Um, and, uh, Scrappy, I, I mean, I know, I know he was in one of the group. what group was he in, or was he, he started out in the group, right? I'm not sure. I just know him as Scrappy, but he was always running with Lil John and them, so That's that, I can't yeah. really know. Yeah, I knew it was some some. Uh, like he might have been in Trailville, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I knew he. I knew he was like a little season nigga. Like he had some affiliation, and then he had a couple things out. But I, I couldn't tell you a Scrappy song either. So, but um, so then the second the second episode, Jocelyn came back, and uh, <laughs> oh, and your boy, I forgot. Uh, what's the boy name? Miko, Mimi. Yo. Oh yeah, he told her in the in the first episode. He told her about the contract, right? But <laughs> my thing was, she was acting like he was surprised. Like Mimi, you signed the contract. Right? I got a con. She she kept. Like, he was saying she kept asking like, I got a contract with you. Like he like he making this shit up. Then she trying to make like it's a little thing. <sighs> so what? I signed a contract with you. That don't mean I got to split. Actually, it does, sis. It does mean you got to split. Why would you sign anything with that clown? Like. She's a she's a bird. She's she's her, Tara. Uh, I don't know none of the other ones on the LA, but they the same chick. They these fake, trying to be above it, trying to be sophisticated. I'm the wifey material. Sierra, same thing. I'm the wifey <laughs> material. Y'all is fucking birds. Y'all are the biggest fucking birds, and that's why y'all life is like they are because niggas know one from the other, and y'all faking and fronting, but you ain't. I don't think they ever denied being birds, but... Oh, Mimi thinks she is. Mimi talks about Jocelyn like she's just not on her level. Mimi thinks she is, 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 I don't even know what the word for what she, ascendant. Like, bitch, please, you were the dumbest one. Jocelyn got more fucking heart and backbone than you do, Mimi. Let's be real. Jocelyn is, 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 is um, rough around the edges, but she's not, she's not no dummy. She's just, Jocelyn is one of those people, like, a lot of people like to lump everybody in the same category, but she's not, she's just somebody, you can tell she came up really rough, she had a really hard upbringing, and she hasn't been exposed to a lot of stuff, so she's very rough around the edges, she's not refined, but she ain't stupid. She got, no, she, she got, not. she got a thousand points on you, Mimi, because you're dumbass. <laughs> and she knows how to handle Stevie. You're dumbass, like she does. I'm glad you brought that up. She really does because like, she's not she's stupid. Changed a lot. Because he like, first of all, because he loves her. You can tell he don't love, and and that's the thing. Mimi's so goddamn dumb because Stevie be coming by like, hey, I love you. I'm there for you. Because he be meaning that like, you know, you the mother of my my child. And, you know, I'm gonna be, he don't be meaning it like. I'm going to drop Jocelyn and be with you. And that's what Mimi hears every time. You can tell, so it's going to be just you and me. Then you got to get rid of that bitch. And he'd be like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Ain't nobody said all of that. What are you talking? Every time. Like, you are so silly, son. Like, that ain't what he talking about. Like, you need to get over it. You like 40. She got to be pushing 45. You got a kid. You need to get over it. Stevie don't want you, babe. Just move on. Yeah, but he do be playing with her, though. Because he knows that she's like that. That's what people say. I don't think he does, though. I don't think he'd be playing with her. I think he's just one of those guys, one of those charming, 
just endearing guys and he just be saying stuff that you know trying to be nice and trying to let her know look you my baby mom i'm not shitting on you i got love for you and it's like everything he says mimi just takes it and runs to the moon with it i don't feel like he'd be leading her on at all he never once says to her oh i'm gonna get rid of jocelyn she ain't shit it's just going he never has not ever said that like I feel like he tells her what it is, but she keeps, you know, pressing and pressing and pressing that he's just like, all right, whatever, I'm going to just play because you're not going to listen anyway, so whatever. I don't know. Like, I, I like don't. Stevie's one of those niggas that he's never going to stop fucking his baby mother. Like, is he fucking her though? Like, I really don't even think, I mean, he might At this some- point, he might not be, but he's one of those people that never forgets that he could. Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, and, he won't, he, and he won't let you forget it either. That's for sure, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, he knows that, but I don't feel like Mimi knows that that's what's going on. I feel like Mimi thinks, oh, he still loves me. He, You know them broads, because you come knock them off. He really, like that other dumb chick that Jock messing with. I know Jock want to be with me, because he over here, oh, that don't mean shit, yo. That means that you yeah. let him come in and, 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 and smash, so that's why he's over there. Like, what are you talking about? If he wanted to be with you, he'd be, you not like... I feel like that's Mimi's the same way. Like I know why. Why you know that? Cause he lets you suck his dick or whatever. Whatever y'all be doing. That like, but where's he at? I don't get the appeal of Jack. <laughs> Me neither. But I don't get the appeal of a lot of these niggas. So I sometimes I just sit and be quiet and try to learn <laughs> and try to try to observe and learn and see if I can understand. Cause Jack, um, what's the boy from Black Ink? We all talking about Teddy, Meek Mill. All these niggas that these girls are like, oh, he's handsome. He's, I just be sitting there just in qu- quiet contemplation, you know, just trying to figure it out. Because I'd be like, nah. Meek, I get. I just, those people, I get meek, but I don't know about the rest. What you get about meek? Please explain. Because I be, I be staring at this nigga's picture. I be turning it. like. <laughs> but you know what it is? Meek is a cool dude. Like, meek is just a really cool dude. That He's just like, I'm happy to be here. I made it. I like loud things and big toys and shit. I get to play with them. And I also now have the woman of my dreams. Nigga, we made it. That's that's me. And that makes him attractive? I think he's he's a cool dude. I think he's that dude. I said this before, I think. He's that dude that, like, you hang out with and then you just be like, you know what? He's kind of cute. He's handsome. He's such a nice guy. Hmm. You seen that outfit he had on at the fight last night? I did. I saw that picture. That shit looked like he bought it off the, the Africans on 125th. From from the top to the bottom, the shades, the shirt, the pants. The pants ain't fit right. The shirt ain't fit right. It wasn't. They listen. Everybody was like, "Oh, look at B." Listen, J B. All four of them looked ridiculous last night. J looked real uncomfortable in that tux. I don't know why he even had that tux on. It's a fight. I mean, I guess you try. I mean, did he have on a regular suit? You, you wear a suit. I don't know you why. Don't like he, that shark skin. I mean, not for that occasion. Where was you going? And then Beyonce had on. I don't even. That looked like a house by Darion John that she pulled out the closet that she had she on. Was the lady in the red. It was orange. It was orange. It was orange. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it just I didn't like it. And Nikki had on look like them dress you go get from Rainbow, them them cheap prom dresses from Rainbow, and they just looked a mess. I was like, y'all just look a mess. I guess they best friends now, good for them. But I was like, mm, I ain't like nothing about it. <laughs> I thought I thought Diddy and Cassie killed them and everybody there. Oh, I didn't see Diddy and Cassie. Yeah, they had on a regular gray suit with a black tie. I mean, if you want to get dressed up, fine. And Cassie had on some white 
dress thing, but they just looked be- like they looked better. Like them, Meek and I said Meek and um Meek and Nikki and J and B last night looked like that hood prom where you and your uh, your friends y'all get behind y'all get in front of that like what's that sh- that black satin um club joint. The bench, right? All they needed was some wicker chairs. They didn't some fucking wicker That's chairs. Crazy. Like y'all looked a mess. Y'all did not look like how much money y'all made and who y'all were <laughs> last night at that fight. They did look uncomfortable. I don't know, like when they they cut to the uh, friend when I realized that they were there. Yeah, they came I don't in know, late. They, they looked pissed off. They got they in late. Maybe. Off. Maybe something happened. Maybe B had on a different outfit. Maybe she spilled something on because that out, they did not look cool. I'm like, they don't even go. Usually, I mean, they don't like they don't dress matchy matchy, but they always like court look like they came to the same event for the same reason. B looked like she was like about to go on stage <laughs> at a magic he like show. He was mad. And then Jay looked like he was stuffed in that tux. Didn't want to be in that tux. Damn sure ain't want to be in no picture with Neek and, and Mill with Meek and, and Nikki. That's how he was looking anyway. I don't know. I feel like Jay might have wanted to come to that fight by himself with his boys or something. Because B, B, B was sitting there like she ain't know what was going on. And she was like looking off in the wrong. I don't know. It just, it looked uncomfortable. Maybe she, she was probably in the clouds. Drunk, I, I think she'd be high, man. Like I know that high look when I see Oh, her. I know she'd be high. She'd be high. I'm like, you you in some deep concentration or you, like when you just be staring off, just staring. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so glad that I think she always tell the difference. I think she always was hitting the weed. That's that. But again, to get back into why she don't do it for me because everything is so contrived and 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 built up. But I think she always been hitting the weed. But which is fine. I I don't mind. But I'm just like, damn. Can you like you like be a little chill with it? Like you just like she just looked. She looked high last night. Every picture I saw of her, she looked high. She ain't look alert. <laughs> she looked. Like that that one time where they went to the game, you could tell they was beefing because she was just looking at him and giving him that don't say shit to me. That's she looked fucked up that day too. Like, well, maybe know. he was high too, and that's why he was looking like that. I don't know. Yeah, but he had so he had the I'm high like uh, the high, but like I've been high before, so I know how to be high, look high. <laughs> look, J- B just be looking like <laughs> a space cadet. Like, <laughs> like what are you? Do- what is it? Turn it down. You might be. You might need to get off the drill and get some regular weed. Because if it got you stuck like that, it might be too much for you. Like she do be looking like she thinking about dandelions and butterflies does. and shit. She does. Like what kind of weed are you smoking? She'll just be stuck. Like cut it out. So yeah. What you think about the fight though? You, you watched the fight? You watched. It. I did watch the fight. Um, it wasn't what I expected. What did you expect? Um, First of all, you watch boxing or you just watch like big fights? I just watched the big fights. All right. So what did you expect? Um, but I did like get into boxing for a little while, so I understand it a little bit. Um, I expected Pacquiao to be more strategic about what he was doing, and he just got in there. It looked a lot like Madonna. Like he was fighting the same the same way. Oh, Madonna fought better. Well, Madonna fought way better. But it just seemed like you know that same just just go go for it like I'm I'm not gonna stand here and calculate which way to like take you down. He was just like hailing, and I didn't expect that. I don't know because Floyd because Floyd is excellent. That's what that's why I asked you, you just watch big fights. That's what 
people was watching people. I just I hate on on fight nights. I really hate being on Twitter because and it's always dudes just be saying dumb. Just like listen, oh, you gotta boxing is a they call it the sweet science for a reason. It is a skill. It is a sport. It nothing against MMA and UFC. If you like all that stuff, I'm not nothing against them. Those guys are athletes too, no doubt. And that shit is exciting. And people get knocked out. I get it. You want to see that, but the purpose of boxing or any fight when you want to fight with anybody the whole point is to hit them and them and they not hit you this we right. just gonna stand there and wail at each other and whoever connect knock somebody i understand that's exciting it's also dumb as shit like if that's what you're into great you want to see all that great but it's dumb as shit and honestly it really doesn't take a lot of skill you put two people who are athletes who work out a little bit the same ring with each other and they get the kicky boxing or whatever and both of them in there and ain't nobody doing no defense then somebody's going to get knocked out, of course, because ain't nobody doing no defense. And the reason why, first of all, I, I'm not taking nothing from Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao's a good fighter. He's beat a lot of people. He's a good champion. He's a strong champion. But Manny Pacquiao, I don't care if it was today. I don't care if it was tomorrow. I don't care if it was five years ago. was never going to beat Floyd Mayweather because Floyd, May, Floyd Mayweather, like I have been saying on Twitter all along, because I've been watching boxing all my life. My dad was used to box, I've boxed, not professional, like that, but I've been coming up on boxing since I was little, like, I saw Ali's last fight, and all, you know, my dad would tell me different stuff, and I go in the gym, so I know the sport, and I've been watching it for a long time, like, I'm not just a big, I watch anybody, like, I watched all those undercards, because I like boxing, right, and Manny Pacquiao is just not on Floyd's level, he's never, he's not on that level, he's not that elite type of fighter, so what you saw in the ring was somebody who had never fought anybody that was that good. So people like when you yeah. said he looked like he didn't know he didn't have a strategy. He had a strategy. He just he couldn't execute it because Floyd Mayweather is that good. And all this when people talking about running, that's not called running. That's called defense. If yeah. Manny Pacquiao was a good enough fighter when 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 Sugar Shane Mosley fought Floyd, he lost, but he put some gloves on Floyd, and that was a good fight. When Oscar De La Hoya fought Floyd, he lost. But he put a lot of gloves on, and that was a close fight. He lost a close fight. He put a lot of leather on Mayweather, and that's because those two fighters had the skill that's required to do that. You have to cut the ring off. You have to know what to do. You have to react to your opponent. And Manny Pacquiao, his whole style, which I was saying all along, like, I don't want to see no Mayweather fight. It's going to be the same shit. He rushes straight in and straight out. He doesn't have any angles. He doesn't have anything. His whole thing is to come in, whoop, 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 and overpower you. And then a lesser fighter, a fighter not on Floyd Mayweather's level, yeah, you might can knock some dudes out like that. But you're not ever going to knock Floyd Mayweather out like that or even put a glove on him because he's too good and his hands are too fast. And so he's just going to be tired. Yeah, the reason why the reason why he wasn't coming in like that is because every time he came in, Floyd hit him with that right. Bam! That right is the quickest right. His, his right is so so fast. When people saw the punch stats, they they were like, "Oh wow, he landed that many times." Yes, he was killing him with that right hand. It's so fast. Sometimes you don't even see it. So all the people on last night that talking about he was running, and I don't know how you watched that fight and thought Pacquiao won it. If you thought Pacquiao won that fight, uh, you need an eye transplant. I don't know, but. Not at all. You like you if you know anything about boxing, you didn't have to see that fight to see how it was gonna go. Manny Pacquiao's style was he would never beat Floyd Mayweather with that style. Not ever. Well I'd never seen a I'd never seen a Pacquiao fight, so I was just going into it yeah, I mean, knowing Mayweather and that's it. Yeah, he's Which is why which is why I was I guess expecting different but 
I knew it was going. I knew it was going to be that. I knew. I knew. I was. I said it's going to be. It's going to be another floor. It's going to be. It's like you can't. People. People hate Floyd so much for various reasons, and they don't know boxing, so they don't realize how skilled he is. They like, oh, he's not. Man, he's not doing anything. Like, no, he's trying to do something. He is not able to because Floyd adjusts to whatever you try to do to him. He adjusts. He adjusts, and it usually only takes him actually. He usually gets warmed up by the fourth round. Like he, like Shane, when he fought Shane, it took him four rounds. Shane was actually kind of beating him for four rounds, and and, and even Shane even rocked um Floyd. Floyd Shane hit Floyd with a punch that buckled his knees. That's the first time I've ever seen Floyd really hurt. Shane buckled him, but Floyd figured it out. But I knew when the bell rang in the first round that he started, and Manny rushed in like he does, and Floyd popped him with them rights. I was like, that's it. He's gonna pick him off all night. He had him figured out from the first round. He was just chilling a little bit. Pat, in my in my opinion, Pat Pacquiao only won two rounds, but it was one it was one round. I think it was the maybe the seventh, six or seven. I can't remember where you know if you wanted to get Floyd, kind of took a little time off. If you wanted to give it to Pac, that was fine. But in my book, he only won two rounds. But if you were to give him three rounds, I wouldn't have had a problem. But I I, I was like I wasn't even tweeting because it's like not even fun no more because there's so few on there that know, like, y'all, y'all, y'all don't know what y'all talking about, man. <laughs> you know yeah, me? I wasn't either. I just commented on the running, the running stuff, because I'm just like, man, like, to have to fight 12 rounds, like, pe- pe- what you say? people just don't understand boxing. I'm like, you don't understand how hard it is to have to fight and not get hit. He wasn't really running, though. The majority right. of the fight was in the middle of the ring. He was on the right. rope a few times, and when he was on the rope, he put his back he on the off. ropes. He put his back on the ropes, and he let Pacquiao punch himself out and get tired, and then he hit him with the right and spun out. That's what takes a sketch. Like, y'all don't understand that. Y'all, tell you what, go to the gym, get in the ring, put on some gloves, or have some, and then you'll understand that, the, you know, it's not a street fight. Y'all act like it's easy to do that. It's not easy to do that. That's a professional fighter in there to, just to... That's skill. Like, all that moving around the ring, that's skill. That's not running. Like, y'all, y'all sound dumb when y'all say that. Like, the whole point is to hit and not get hit. You don't stand there and just take a blow if you don't have to. And if the dude that you're fighting can't adjust to cut the ring off from you so you can't move, then that's on you. And I think, honestly, um, other fights that I've seen, I feel like Mayweather played the ropes more on previous. Like, with Madonna, he played yeah. the ropes more because he had to. Because he's Like, a- this fight... Like, every time he wound up on the ropes, he, he got off. Yeah, because he's he a smart like, fighter. He's yeah. smart. So he's like, okay, this dude is a big puncher. He throws a lot of punches. Let me lay on the ropes, and he's going to throw, and he's going to get tired. And then I'm going to spin out, and I'm going to hit my shots. Like, that's boxing. That's smart. He's a very intelligent fighter. He's one of the most intelligent fighters I've ever seen yes. in the ring. It was another dude that was that I personally think was better than Mayweather, even though his record um, doesn't show up. But that's not his fault. He got jacked on one round, um, and that's Pernell Whitaker. Pernell Whitaker was the best middle pound for pound. That dude had hands. He was the best. And that and that defense that Mayweather uses with the shoulder, he got that from Whitaker. That Whitaker did that first. And 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 outside of Pernell Whitaker, it's nobody in boxing that, that has the, the skill with the hand speed and the defense that Floyd Mayweather does. Not nobody. And we see that now because he's 48 no. And it ain't no way in the world you could have watched that fight with two eyes and think that Manny Pacquiao should have won that fight. That was, that was that was a complete destruction. <laughs> like, it was a complete destruction. So honestly, they that fight they weren't even on the same level at all. Like now, I, now I understand why it took so long for the fight to happen. 
It would have been worse. I'd be like, I'd like to see this fight five years ago. Five years ago, Floyd might have knocked Pacquiao out. And that's another thing. All all y'all saying that Floyd don't have power. If Floyd didn't, when when guys that you're fighting don't have power, then you don't, you're not afraid of their punches. So whenever, you know, you you just walk in because, boom, he hits me, I don't care. I'll take that blow to get my blows off. Manny was not rushing in because every time he did, he got caught with that right. And that right hurts. <laughs> so y'all think he doesn't have power. He knocks people. He hasn't knocked people out recently. But ask that Mexican kid. Uh, he knocked his ass out. <laughs> he knocked his ass out quick. So Floyd has power. So, you know, y'all, y'all, you know, I just don't watch boxing if you don't know shit about it. Or just watch just, it and be quiet. <laughs> I get people, like, people want to hate Floyd. and talk shit. You know, he's not the guy domestic violence. I don't agree with none of that, but I can't, I can't take away from him as the athlete that he is. Like he's an incredible athlete. He is a genius boxer. And like, he's just amazing. Like he's amazing at what he does. Yeah. And people get on my nerves with that. I mean, Floyd is a piece of shit. Floyd been a piece of shit. Even before that domestic violence stuff, before we knew about it, he was a piece of shit before that. Cause if you know anything about the falling out that him and his dad was in the ring for him now, but him and his dad had a big falling out. And um, if you know anything about that, it was on, it happened, I mean, they've had several falling outs, but the la- latest one where he kicked them out the corner was the, was it this Mosley fight? It was either the Mosley fight or whoever that Mexican kid was that he fought after the Mosley fight who he knocked out and they said he punched him dirty, but he didn't. Um, it was one of them two fights. You know how they have the HBO, the um, 30 for 30 or whatever, it's like the they have that, like, the, the lead-up to the fight, they have, like, these half-hour shows, the lead-up to the fight, show each fighter training or whatever. And, yeah. I mean, when they when him and his dad had their beef or whatever, Floyd was like, it, Floyd knew the cameras were there. I mean, it was for the TV. He talking to him, you ain't shit, you ain't nothing. I mean, on camera to his father. And even if your father ain't shit, which, you know, hey, his, you can read all about his father and his family. He has a lot of issues, and he had a lot of issues. But, I mean, to do that on TV in front of the cameras that you know is going to go on TV to talk to your father like that, hey, your father who... I mean, taught you how to fight, taught you everything, right. you know. You know, so, I mean, Floyd been a, but again, these people don't watch boxers, I guess they wouldn't know. But Floyd been a piece of shit. So when the domestic violence came out, I was like, oh, that's just one more thing. Like, but people get on my nerves with that shit. It's like, yo, if we want to start pulling up um, criminal records and resumes on a lot of these people, I mean, they all pieces of shit. Jordan is a piece of shit. Kobe got accused of rape. Some people think he did it. Like, that ain't got nothing to do to me, my opinion. You know, that ain't got nothing to do with it. That ain't got nothing to do with you being in the ring the best, with you being on the court the best. Like, I I mean, come on, man. Your boss probably fucking looks at kitty porn. You don't know. Like, people so selective. I can't stand this. Like, yo, your morals is your morals. That's fine. Like, if you don't like the shit I do, don't do business with me. Don't be cool with me, whatever the issue is. Other than that, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't give a fuck about your fucking opinion. Oh, how you voting for domestic people? How you voting for fucking, I don't know, nigga that fucking eats his boogies, like, you know what I mean, like, like, what the fuck, what are you talking about, like, because he's the best, like, what, I'm gonna vote for Manny Pacquiao for why, because I don't like, this is dumb, I, I just, I hate this little trend everybody's on, where everybody's just, gotta ban this, and gotta ban that, don't support this, you don't support him, you don't support it, sis, leave me the fuck alone. I just feel like people can't separate things, what's he called, dual consciousness, like, people just can't, People just dumb, man. They just want to separate their emotions from rationality. It's yeah. just like, yo, well, what do you think about blah blah blah? I think it's fucked up. Round two, ding ding. Like this, this dude is well aware that he's an asshole. Like he knows. 
but he's also the greatest bo- boxer in the world. And I mean, he went to jail. Y'all might not. I mean, he didn't go to jail for life, but he did go to jail for 30 days for that one of them assaults. I don't know which one it was, but he went to jail for 30 days. And I forgot about that until people was like, he never had been held accountable. And I was like, well, actually, no, he did go to jail. I forgot about it, but he did go. He was in there for like 30 days. Well, so, I mean, what you want? Like, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of a lot of these greats, like legitimately great people, are tra- they're all tragically flawed, like tragically. Yeah, and I mean, you ain't even gotta be great, just regular ass people. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, like damn right, y'all just so self righteous and and uh, they just I can't. Oh, uh, that's what's gonna happen. Y'all just so self righteous with it and just so full of shit with it. Like, man, just say yo, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Floyd. Oh, okay. Stop getting on everybody's nerves. How are you going to vote? He's, hey, man, listen. You put your money on Pacquiao then based off right. of Floyd beating his girlfriend's ass. Go ahead. You can, matter of fact, just give me that money because you finna lose that bet. Yeah, wait. Let me see y'all people today. <laughs> what y'all faces look like? It was sad. <laughs> sad. They couldn't accept it, man. I had all excuses last night. I was like, man. I was, I was sitting in the room with just two people that, that bet against uh, Mayweather. It was two chicks. And I was just, and nah, they were good though. They were good about it. It was like two older women. They were just like, eh, it is what it is. And I was like, y'all like some good sports. That was I would have had a pie face. <laughs> that was a terrible bet. Like you come on, man. and then that's what I understand. Like I know boxing. I know boxing a lot. But and I still wouldn't have took that bet. But it's like people, how y'all don't even know boxing? Y'all don't even watch? And y'all betting? You don't know shit about the sport? How you gonna bet? Why? Because somebody told you Manny's gonna win. Manny is not gonna win. I do not like gambling. I do not like to lose my money for no reason. I mean, the odds were five to two, and Vegas is pre- if it's one thing Vegas does is odds. Like they figure all that shit in. Like I can't. I've re- I read an article somewhere on like Vegas odds how nobody really beats Vegas odds. Like the only way you really beat them is because they can, they figure all the shit in. So if it's a player injured, it's like a very good system. They figure the shit in. So it ain't like if if the odds of somebody gonna lose is five to two. That's probably because people have know that he's going to lose. You know what I mean? Like, the ex, all the experts were saying it. Most all the boxers were saying it, except for, like, Lennox Lord. And, I mean, he was kind of saying Manny Pat. But all the experts, Roy, all of them was like, Pacquiao has to pull a miracle to be able to beat Floyd. I mean, come on. All the experts are saying, but, no, Manny Pacquiao's going to win. Like, nah. Even in the barbershop. When I was in the barbershop yesterday, I was like, oh, God, please let this fight be over because I'm tired of these knuckleheads talking about how Pac is going to beat him and knock him out. You know he's not. He's the not. The barbershop was lot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was in the barbershop early yesterday morning and it was crazy in there. He's not good enough. Like, nothing against Pacquiao, but he is not on Floyd's level. Floyd is excellent. Floyd is the best. Pacquiao is really, really good, but he's not on that level. It's like, like huh? I was gonna say, you know, people kept asking me like, "Well, who do you want to win?" I was like, "Yo, I'm going for, I'm going for Mayweather." Because why? Because one, I would be an idiot not to, and then two, it's like the dude is incredible, and I who I want him to have the flawless victory that he deserves. But I, at the same time, I was telling people, I was like, "Yo, if Pacquiao wins this, I'm not gonna be mad." I would have been a little mad because I'm like, damn, he could have had, you know, I mean, the one loss when it, it ain't like he would have tarnished his legacy at all. I mean, he still would have had the best record in boxing. It still would have been one, you know, Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer, all that, like up there. People say I'm triple when I say he's not, he's as good as Sugar Ray Robinson, but he is. Sugar Ray Robinson, Pernell Whitaker, Floyd Mayweather. If you know what the hand skills are and what the sport is and what the game is, he's on that level. And if you don't think he's on that level, then you crazy or you don't know what you're talking about because he's on that level. Yeah, I mean, seeing it, see, 
after having seen the fight and never having seen a, a Pacquiao fight before that, I get it now. But I mean, it, but honestly, I feel the same way. If he would have won, I wouldn't have been mad because he would have deserved it. Yeah. He would have had. He would have came from a long way, but. Woo. Yeah. I just didn't expect it. Yeah, I did. I'm just glad it's over. So I was like, thank God. Because I was like, thank God. Like, I'm so, we never have to hear this again. I've been listening to this shit yeah. for five years about how Floyd's avoided Pac and Floyd's scared of Pac. Floyd ain't scared of that, man. Then people's like, Floyd looks scared. I'm like, he looks, like, serious. That's what he looks. Meanwhile, Pacquiao's taking selfies. And I knew it because I was watching the interviews. And if you know, like, if you know anything about, like, a sporting competition... Yo, whenever they talk, whenever they talk to Floyd, Floyd was all business, and Floyd was not talking no shit this fight, nothing. He was all business, like yo, I'm, I'm execute my. Whenever they talk to Manny, Manny was on some old, oh, I'm here for my love of my country and my God, and very happy for that. He was just like on some. What do you? It wasn't like some, like he just didn't. None of the time that they talked to him, did, did it seem like he understood? the seriousness of what was about to occur. Like, he just really thought he was just, I always win, so I'm going to get in the ring and always win. Like, nowhere did I see a recognition of, son, you ain't never fought nobody like this before. Like, this man is the best in the world, and you're not, and you're going to have to fight better than you've ever fought ever before in your life. You're going to have to be perfect. You can't make no mistakes if you're going to be him. And I saw a no, He was just happy to be there, man. That's what that I'm saying. Was... He just looked happy to be there. Like, there was no recognition, like, of... Dude, like, this ain't just any other fight. You're not just going to go in there and be Manny and win. Like, it ain't going to work. <laughs> right. So, anyway, right. I'm, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad. Never have to hear that again. You think Floyd is done? Yeah, I think he's going to retire. I think he said, even this last, right before the fight, he was like, you know, I'm tired. I'm not really in love with it. And I mean, what else he got to prove now? He's fought and beat everybody. He's 48. No, he ain't, what else is there to do? He's older now. You know, you know um, Amir Khan wants to fight him. <laughs> What Amir Khan? I like Amir not, Khan, and I don't I don't keep up with boxing too much, but I like I, I like Amir. I like Amir Khan too, but Amir Khan is nowhere near ready to fight Floyd Mayweather. Nowhere near, nowhere near it. Not even an old over the no. I mean, I like Amir Khan. Amir Khan is 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 a is a. Does he even have a belt? I don't. Know. I don't think he has like, a belt. Um, but he no, I like him. He's a good fighter, but he's. I mean, that'd be like. Uh, no, he's not. He's not any. By the time. He's, he's, he's nowhere near ready for, for Floyd Mayweather. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> like, nobody wants to see that. Um, I, think, I think he's smart enough to just be like, I'm going to walk out. Yeah, I mean, he's nothing to prove. He didn't, honestly, he could, in my opinion, he could he could have not fought pay, Mayweather, uh, Pacquiao, still retired, still been the best, and still wouldn't have had nothing to prove. But, I mean, he really, he's 48, no, you undefeated, you beat everybody. So, I mean, you're, old, you're getting older now. You, ain't t- you haven't taken too many blows to the head. So, you know, what you going to keep going for? It's no need to. It's nothing left to prove. It's nobody left to fight. You know, go ahead and retire. Give it all your belts up and let the younger kids, the Americans, because it's a lot of younger, a lot of younger boxing talent out there. Some good kids out there. And let them come up and, you know, try to get the belts and get boxing popping again because I can't watch this UFC shit. That shit is garbage to me. I mean, I, I you know, I get it. Oh, he knocked him out. That shit is, I mean, I'd rather watch niggas fight in the street than that because, I mean, it's the same thing. They're just in a little bit more shape and maybe they know some, some kickboxing and some judo, you know, and I'm not knocking that. I understand it, you know, but that's a different thing, man. It's no, it's, again, man, it, it, it ain't nothing like boxing, man. That shit is a skill and a science. Anybody can go in there and wail away and choke them. If you grab somebody around their neck and choke them out, guess what's going to happen? They're going to tap out. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, all right. I always wanted to try MMC, but 
Yeah. I want to get back to boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, all right, so that that was that was when we dropped in because it's just so happened to um, timing that the fight was in it. Um, so, you want to go, I, feel, I guess we could talk a lot about Baltimore. You wanted to do something else before that or kind of go back and forth with it? Um, I don't think I had anything else. I think Sorry. we both agreed Baltimore would be a... Uh... Okay. Oh, no, we got to do Bruce Jenner. What, did you see Bruce Jenner's interview? Did you watch it? Oh, I did, yes. What you what you think about it? I was very, very proud of Connie. It's Connie, right? Oh, Where's I didn't Connie? know because he didn't say the name, so I didn't know what it was. It's Connie? Who said I that? Look, someone tweeted that, so I don't know how, how, he how didn't, real he, that is. He didn't say. He, he didn't, was calling her she. So this is what I did. He he didn't. First of all, he didn't say his name. They said he was going to reveal the name, but he didn't. I think he said on there that he wasn't going to do it until something to do with his kids. I can't remember what he said, but um, he didn't say it on there. So I'm still calling him Bruce. I hadn't heard what his new name was, so I'm just going to call him Bruce. But he was calling himself him, right? On the on the um, and and Diane was calling him him. And so you know, and that's. This is why I wanted to bring it up because I thought Bruce was brave too, and I and I appreciated even you know I appreciated that he was brave. He was brave as hell, and I could feel his like you could feel his anxiety, his nervousness through the TV. I was like, damn, like I didn't really think I was gonna be into it like that, but I was like, oh, when he started when he teared up, and people was like, oh, it's the female hormones. I'm like, no, nah, I think it's that he's really. <laughs> Sigh of relief. Yeah, it was like, like he's really relieved. Like he's fine. He's been fighting. He's sixty five years old. He's been keeping this inside for sixty five years, and now he's sitting right. on TV in front of the world and and saying it. And it's like the relief and the anxiety and the and the getting all that off. Like that's why he was like that. Like come on, man. You know, like y'all. It's I just. I mean, Bruce Jenner, I know a lot of young people don't know. They only know him from the Kardashians. But I'm I'm old enough to, I mean, I was a little kid when um he was that Olympics that he was the best athlete in the world. I was little. I was like, I don't know how old he was. I, I know it wasn't like five yet. Because um, what year, which Olympics was that? So I'd have been like three, I think. Because it was 19. I had no idea. It was not, it was I, I forgot. What, it was like either the 80s. I don't remember which Olympics it was. But anyway, I know it was a little, little kid. Because the one I remember, the one I really remember solidly was in 1980 when Nadia and him. I mean, when, um, no, no, no. It was 76 because 80, the Soviets boycotted. That's the one. Okay. So, yeah, I was a little, little kid. But Bruce Jenner was it. I mean, like, the, all these all these athletes endorsing stuff now, the, the sneakers and, and Jordans and all that, Bruce Jenner started that. Like, the, the, what, it didn't occur. Well, O.J. Simpson a little bit. But as far as, like, getting, like, real big corporate endorsements that you knew about, because, like, a lot of them athletes, they had endorsements, but you didn't know about it. Like, maybe, you know, Under Armour would supply their, their gear for the game. But it wasn't like, you know, you would just maybe see their emblem on TV, but it wasn't, like, a big thing. Bruce Jenner was the first one that was like, hey, we can get this guy to sell orange juice. Hey, let's put him on the Wheaties box. Like, and, you know, so he was a big deal. He was like, yo, he was like Mr. America. He was like 6'2". I mean, he killed the, the, the decathlon. That's the one where you do all the shit. You do the, like, all the all the running, the swimming, and throwing it. Like, that's the shit that the boy um Dan, was the other dude, the other American that did it a few years ago. Dan, the light-skinned guy. I can't remember his name. But anyway. I don't know. So to give all that up, to be like, yo, I'm a transsexual, I was like, wow. But I liked it because, you know, and I said this before, it's a co- I said this before on this thing, like, 
I mean, he educated me because I still don't really know. And I still had questions after that. I really didn't know a lot about transsexuals. And I've said before, like, I don't really think transsexuals should be included in with lesbian and gay because I think it's two different things. And I feel that even a little bit more so now since seeing the Bruce thing. But I like that he explained it because you get some of these other ones like Janet Mock, who I do not like for many reasons. And it's like, you know, it's like she has an attitude if you want to. And it's like. Yo, you only, nobody, the only reason anybody cares about who you are is because you're transsexual. Like, don't get it fucked up. Like, I don't know what else you do, but the fact that you're doing it as a transsexual is why anybody cares about you. Because if you was born a woman, if you was born regular Janet Jones, nobody, like, you would not be getting on Larry King and all this show. So, like, you know, and I understand maybe you're tired of people asking you, but, like, yo, this is not a thing a lot of people understand. I'm gay. I ain't understand. I, you know, so I, I just like the way he was like, look. I'm going to explain it to you. This is what it is. And he was only speaking for himself, too. Like, he wasn't trying to speak for every, you know, everybody's right. experience. And, like, I just was like, wow, that's... that's, that's. You know what? I, I was, um... I know it was about him, and I was very proud of Bruce. I'm sorry. I thought his name was Connie, but I, I want to I do the right thing and call him whatever he's supposed to be called. But if it's Bruce right now, it's Bruce. Um, What was I saying? I've been drinking and shit. He was about to say he was proud of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, He was talking about the the children and and their interpretations and their feelings and how they felt about it. I was most surprised by his conversation with Kim and her um, telling him that it was Kanye that influenced her the most about her viewpoints on it. Yeah. That was huge. I don't know why. It was, I wasn't surprised at all. I knew he was going to say Kim when he was like, who was going to, I knew it was going to be Kim because much, I know everybody in the world hates the Kardashians, but Kim to me, I mean, for all her, I mean, she's definitely a self-absorbed vain person, but she seems to, from what I can see of her on a few episodes of the show, just in general, she seems to not, she doesn't seem to be very judgmental type person. You know what I mean? Like she, she doesn't seem to like be a person that's like, oh, here's somebody that's doing something that, you know, I don't, she just doesn't, she doesn't give that to me. And I guess that's part of what, like, people don't like about her. Like, why do you think she's fake? And I mean, you know, I don't know the girl personally. I don't know if she's fake or not. I mean, but she never gave that vibe to me. Like, she, you know, she never gave that vibe to where she would be somebody that wouldn't fuck with somebody because of who they were or how they, or how they were. So when he, he said it was Kim, I wasn't surprised at all. From what I've heard, she's very genuine. Like she's genuinely just a sweetheart. That's that's what I think too. People are gonna be like, "Oh, that fake." But I'm like, listen, you know, y'all y'all be illogical with the Kardashian heat. But that's what I thought too. Like I think now she might not be. She's genuine. Put it like this: she's genuine to herself. She might not be what you describe as genuine. But I think to herself, right. like, you know, I don't think, like, people are like, oh, she married that dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure that, oh, we're going to have the wedding on the show was a consideration. And, oh, how, you know, why don't we have the wedding on the show since we get married? I'm sure that was consideration and the money they got and all that. But I don't think, I think she really liked, for the moment, Chris Kardashian. I mean, not Chris. What's the dude's name? Chris Humphreys. And, <laughs> yeah. and wanted to be married to him for, like, the 
two weeks, <laughs> how long it was that she like wanted to be married to. Right, like shit. I think she was actually feeling him. I don't think she went all the way through with a, with a wedding just for faith. I think she realized pretty quickly, oh, this is not what I want. So, I mean, you know, maybe she should have thought about it, you know. So maybe she's superfic- superficial in that way. It's like, oh, yeah, let's get married. Oh, wait, you know, I really don't think I like you that much. But I didn't, I never, I just don't see her as a calculating, you know, manipulative. Let's do, I don't see her as manipulative. Like, a lot yes. of people make her out to be, I don't think she's manipulative. I think she's genuine in, in to herself. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. so I was not surprised at all. When he said that I was like I knew it was gonna be Kim because I just knew it was. Yeah. I yeah, I don't I don't see her as having that vindictive bone at all. Um, if anything, I think that it reinforces for me her being a sweetheart because you know, people like that, they're almost naive to an extent. So yeah. like, they don't realize that things are the way that they are until it's too late. Right. Yeah. So like like with Chris Humphreys it's just she really, she really thought that that yeah. guy was who he, who he was, you and know. He, and he turned out to be an ass, and 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 he turned out to be an ass because we saw how he acted for the divorce. Right. And it's like you know, like y'all acting like this dude is not being an ass right now. Like he's not showing you, like oh, it's, like, they just people just so illogical with the Kardashians. Like the comments that were happening. Look, I don't know, I don't know what Chris knew, what she didn't know, but it's like yo. That's, first of all, Bruce said he'd been feeling this way since he was little. So all this Chris snatched his manhood. Like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all don't, like, he, he said he's been feeling that way his whole life. He had three wives before, but it's Chris Kardashian's fault that now he's a transsexual? Like, what are y'all talking about? And then, like, they just, why couldn't the family be there? Why, maybe, listen, there's no handbook for, hey, my dad is changing sex. There's no handbook for, hey, my husband's changing sex. Like, maybe y'all think she should have behaved a certain way, but, hey, there ain't no handbook. And she probably might feel a way, too. Like, I had a husband, and now my husband want to be my wife. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like just, you never understand where people are at when things like that yeah. happen. and like, it's like, because you know? they don't want to sit on TV. Well, they want to sit on TV for everything else. No, they want to sit on TV for their show. Yeah, but maybe I don't want to sit, you know, and may, I, maybe they just yeah. want to give Bruce his moment. Like, yo, let's let him well, sit yeah, there. Well, yeah, maybe it was easier for him to be there. But yes, so. let's just let him sit there and say what he wants to say. So, yeah, I just, y'all, I wish y'all would get off the Kardashian nuts. It's just, it's just, it says more about you than it does them, in my opinion. Because, like, right. y'all, y'all, y'all so proud. Say that again. Like, come on. Oh, she lying. Is she going to say no comment? All, all these meanings were thrust onto her don't comment. All she said was no comment. It means no comment. It means I don't want to say nothing. But she has to say something. What she got to say? What is there to say? He's sitting on TV telling his story. What you want me to say? Well, all the other wives comment. Good for them. They commented. She didn't have a comment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like y'all just y'all just do the most, and it's like so tiring. Like, oh my god, y'all y'all worry so much about this family and these people that y'all swear that y'all don't like and are useless, but y'all spend so much time on. Like, right. God, y'all love the hell out of them. God damn. So yeah, so I wanted to touch on that because I thought it was really brave because I wouldn't have done that shit. Y'all, y'all would have just seen me walking down the street one day with a fucking hair laid, sundress on, toes did, and I would just been acting like nothing happened. Oh girl, I've been like this. What you talking about? Like I, you know. And that's the other thing. Like they all the criticism he got. Like he didn't owe us nothing. He had to come do that. He could have just did his transition. He don't owe you shit. He don't owe you no explanation. And the way you see the way the reporters were talking to him, it was just. It just, yo, y'all. 
That was the main thing. It was just like this dude did this out of the kindness of his heart. It was he did that for him. Yeah, he, he did, did it that for, him. for none of us. He didn't do that for nobody else but himself. And he didn't owe no explanation. And everybody has so much to say. And I don't get Steve Harvey and the, and the fucking dumb nigga squad. Well, I don't get it, nigga. You ain't gotta get it, okay? I don't get how you wear them big ass suits. You know what I mean? Like you ain't gotta get it. Nobody that's asked another, you to get it. That's that's another thing. That I guess that's another conversation for another day. But I. Y'all policing people's sexualities and, 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 and genders. Like, I just, I don't understand it. Let it go. It's, like, I really, I don't get it. It's like I was listening to, um, what's the one with Kid Fury? What's the, the, the Reed, that's their podcast. I was listening yeah. to that and he said something. And it's like, exa- he said it perfectly. I can't remember what he said. But he was like, he was talking about the Steve Harvey thing. And he was saying how these people that's like, so, he said... What like, happened with Steve Harvey? He's, he made a comment. Somebody asked him something about it. He was like, I, I don't get it at all. I couldn't go home and tell my family. You know, fucking big black black man dumb shit he's saying. You know, manly man shit. And it was like, these people that's like... Basically, you, you we're not supposed to call people stupid. But stupid is what you are. And stupid is how you sound. Because... These people that this is this is what he was saying like just because something is beyond your comprehension or you don't get it or you don't understand it and your first reaction is oh well that's bullshit that's an abomination you're going to hell you know hell being this place that I guess is somewhere in the middle of the earth that's you know a lake of fire and some kind of demon with a pitchfork is going to poke you for your sins that's your reasoning whatever okay that's that's what you think fine it's like you you, you dude. It's things that that exist that you don't have to get, that you don't have to understand. That don't mean that they they're not legitimate. Like how how fucking small and narrow minded are you that that? And then if you don't understand it, read up on it, look into it, do some research. And if you still, I mean, you still don't have to agree, but I mean, it be like stop being so goddamn ignorant, man. That's what you stop being so goddamn ignorant. I'm tired of hearing about your fucking Bible. The Bible is a goddamn book that was written by some white man in Europe. Shut the fuck up about that shit. It ain't got nothing to do with, with it's, it's, it's shit in our ocean that we don't even know. We don't even know what's in our ocean. We damn sure don't know what's out of space, but your little narrow-minded, dumb fucking ass is so fucking omnipotent that whatever you can't understand in your tiny little brain, it just must be unnatural and gotta go. Man, get the fuck out of here. Hate y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> that nigga said omnipotent. <laughs> get, get the fuck. I hate these niggas, man. Like, y'all just so ignorant for no reason, man. Like, come on, man. Like, yo... You ain't gotta get it. Fine, you don't get it. You don't. You don't feel like you was born the wrong sex or what or how whatever the clinical terms. I guess you know, like a woman trapped in a man's body or vice versa. You don't feel that way. Fine, good for you. You're born a black male. You feel like a black male. You live your life as a black male. Your fuck nigga. You got all these ex wives and, and random kids running around, but that's okay because you know whatever little piece of shit ass Bible passage you gonna throw to, to justify that. Fine, you know, fine. Bruce, what they got, Bruce Jenner, what they got to do with you? That's your life. That's this man's life. You know what I mean? Like, shut up. Right. Just, yeah, so, bravo, Bruce. Yeah. I am very, I was, I was happy to see that. Yes, yes, Bruce, cause, woo, that was, that was, some, that was some shit. God bless you, and I, and I, and, and you gonna be alright, cause Bruce was throwing shade. Bruce was, was throwing shade. The one thing, though, somebody should have told Bruce's left eye about that interview, because I feel as if, like, Bruce said that, interview up, put it on his calendar, 
He didn't tell his eye nothing. And she had made other plans, and she was like, fuck you, I'm I'm closed. I'm going to be closed this whole interview because I had other plans. And the last thing I'm going to fucking be doing, if I'm not going to my party, is to be sitting here up on this Diane Sawyer bitch and looking at her in her goddamn eyes when I'm supposed to be somewhere else. So I'm just going to cast my glance where the fuck I'm supposed to be and stay closed over here. Good day. So stupid, be fucking you. blessed. Let me know. Let me know when this shit is over, so I can go to the event that I had planned to attend. You going to hell? (laughs) I was not here for it. His eye was hiking. His shoes attacking. Like I was not there for it at all. Anyway, sorry, Bruce, but your eye was fucked up, bro. Sis, like it was. It was fucked up. All right. So yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do. Let it go without giving Bruce that shout out because that was incredible. Okay, so on the Baltimore, and I gotta admit, you'll probably have a little bit more to say than I do, because I've kind of, not that I've tuned out, but, like, it's been so many that, you know, I just can't keep up, and plus, I, you know, now that I'm in Ohio during the week, and we, you know, I, I just can't keep up, so, but, um, you know, I, I got a few things, the main thing I want to talk about is the, is the, is the Baltimore mom, because I got a lot of shit to say about that. Oh, boy. But we can we just we I, I listen. I got a lot of shit to say about that, but we can start. It's so it's so many issues. So and I mean, I saw like a few. So I saw. Well, I didn't see. Um, her name's Marilyn, right? Marilyn Mosley. I didn't. Yes. See, I didn't see her. So I didn't see her announcement live. But I, I think I, I, I like watched it later. So you go ahead and. You have watched her. I watched she the is. clip. I watched the clip of her of that announcement. She is everything. That's what I heard. She is fucking everything. I have never... Okay, before we even get to that, all right. Um, do you want to talk about the mom? No, I mean, whatever. However you want to start. I feel like you have more to say about it. I, I, I ducked in and out. Like, I saw the mayor lip gloss thing, which I thought was hilarious. Like, that shit. Was, I was like, why are they calling this from a mayor lip gloss? And I saw her, and I was like, oh, okay, y'all lip gloss is popping. Hair laid. She incompetent as fuck, but she looked good. <laughs> so, go ahead. Alright, so, yeah, so I, this one, I mean, I, after Mike Brown, I, you know, and I realized that this was a thing that was happening every day, all day, um, I kind of quieted, quieted down, but, um, this one, this one touched my heart, maybe it's because I have a personal relationship with Baltimore and I know so many people there, but I, this, it's just ridiculous. And starting with Mayor Lip Gloss, I just, she came out, you know, when it happened, she came out loud and strong and proud. And I was just like, okay, well, who's the mayor? You know, because she was like, you know, we did, she promised answers. She promised the people answers. She did. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. She promised to give them some answers. And then the riots happened, and it was just like, bitch. How dare you? Like, where where were you born and raised? Like, how dare you sit here and look at these people? And not only not only do you not claim them as your people and sit here and pretend that you don't understand the magnitude of the hurt and the severity of the emotions that these people are feeling in your community, but you call them thugs. Oh, she did? Yes. Okay, so I missed, she, she, I missed a lot of it. Like, I missed a lot she, of it. She tweeted out, uh, she tweeted out, and she later recanted because of all the backlash that she faced. She, she apologized for it. But she tweeted out, 
Um, something to the effect of we won't let these little bit of thugs, you know, ruin our community. Basically trying to make it an isolated event of just these badass kids. And I'm just, I, I couldn't believe that shit. It's just like, me in a world of other people, it's just like, really, bitch? And, and so really? is that what started the riots? Or were they, they I see, because I, I, I can't the riots. Like, the riots, I don't know what propelled everything, but the day of the funeral. Um, that's right, it was the day of the funeral, and that's right. The I day remember. of the funeral, I don't know what, what started it or what happened, or the rumor is that the cops got wind of, like, you know, the super gang shit, so there was heightened heightened alert and all this other stuff, and they shut down the metro. Right, now, I don't right, know. Right. I don't know all the details, but basically, they stuck all the kids at school. Right. That's what they said on Melissa Harris Perry that they had shut the metro down, and so it was no way for the people for the kids to get home. And then the cops came through, like go home, and they like, how the, the fucking ain't no buses running? How are we gonna get home? So that's what started it. Or that's what right. I- and then it, and then it started. You know the. The, the, the crowd and the children versus the police and there was reports of them firing on them and all, all types of bullshit. So, I just, I don't understand people that don't understand, and I don't have children, but it, to tell me that my child is stuck downtown in 2015 and can't get home and they're surrounded by police, I would go absolutely insane. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone in five minutes, and we're rolling up with heavy artillery. Like, <laughs> you mean that I can't get my children? What? Man. I can't get to them, and they can't get to me? Oh, get the man. fuck out of my way, and God bless everybody that's in my way. But <laughs> how, like, that night, like, it blew my mind that anyone expected that not to happen, you know? Like, how dare you? And that was Mayor Lipgloss's call, right? Right, that was her call. This is under your leadership. And so, like, I don't know if the the curfew was imposed that night, but Mm. they're still under curfew now. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it was hard. Like, that first couple nights, like, I got, I got, it was hard because I had the TV on. I mean, because Ohio's still on Eastern Time, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't on Twitter all day. So, you know, usually... I didn't see it rumble, and I just heard people saying, like, oh, Baltimore, something. I'm like, what did happen to Baltimore? So then I turned on TV, and I was like, oh, but I didn't know, like, because I didn't even know there were kids to the next day. I thought it was just, like, you know, niggas, regular niggas. But then they were like, nah, these were school kids. So I was like, oh. So I had to, like, backtrack. And I still don't know at all. I didn't even really know who the kid was, like, who this kid was, what what sparked it off. I knew, like, I, I think I pieced together that, like, he had got arrested and ended up dead some kind of way. And then I think you the one, or somebody told me that they, his spine got severed. I can't remember who told me that. Because yeah. I was like, what happened? They beat him or something? He died? Somebody was like, they severed his spine. And that's when I was like, whoa. Like, oh, that's that's They severed extra. his spine and collapsed his spleen. Yeah, that's extra. So, I, I was real late, I admit. I was real late on the Baltimore. I'm still kind of late. Like, I watched Melissa Harris Perry yesterday, and they, they had a, um, I got caught up a little bit on it, but it's still a lot of stuff I miss. But, um, I, I, um, but, but, but from the few things I did see, like, I, I was, like, the couple times I saw the mayor, and then I read some articles in the New York Times where people were criticizing her, too, but she seemed, not the New York mayor, the Baltimore mayor, Mayor Lip Gloss, she seemed incredibly incompetent, incredibly unprepared, incredibly not, um, not built for the job. And I don't say that lightly, because, you know, I, I don't, you know, 
I ain't the mayor or nothing and won't ever, I ain't even qualified to be elected dog catcher. So I'm not saying, that, right. you know what I mean? I'm not, but I mean, I know what I'm, I, I, I know the basics of the mayor's duty and I feel like handling shit like that is like something that the mayor is supposed to be able to do without it getting to that point. So, yeah. I just, and until, until y'all started commenting on it, you know, making the jokes about her, I didn't even notice that, you know, she was this, this beauty queen. And, and then, you know, when it, when it all erupted, there was silence. And I was just yeah. like, okay. And then when you finally did come, you come out and you look, you had this pristine image. Like you walked right out of the dressing room <laughs> and somebody powdered your face. Like, really, bitch? She was flawless, son. She was, she walked through there like she was in Paris. I was like, hey, the confident. Like, she, she, that, listen, she might can't run the city, but that bitch could do some makeup with that. And the hair was laid. So I was like, but, yo. But from, after, after that, when she made those comments, the next interviews that I saw her in, she had on a, a damn Under Armour hat and some other shit. Uh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you was gonna say she had some cornrows or an afro or something. <laughs> she might. She might have on a short wig. I don't know. There might be some cornrows under there. But after that, I I started realizing like I'm felt the pressure because yeah, she knows she's not getting elected again. Oh, Maryland probably going. Maryland probably going going to be the next mayor of that city, from what I could tell. Cause they was feeling her. She she was up there. I listen. I ain't even had the, the sound on. I just seen like the the stills of her face and every one of her expressions was like. And first of all, and second of all, and don't get it fucked up. And once more again, I was like. Oh, when I tell you, I was sitting at my desk clapping my hands and stomping my feet at those neck rolls that she was doing and that Tiffany's necklace. I was like, look at look at go girl. Right? I, I had never been more proud to be brown. She was looking than- right. She was looking left, like, okay, see, right, don't get me fucked up. See, left, don't get me fucked up. Down the middle, also, don't get me fucked up. <laughs> the, the passion and the conviction that she had behind that press conference, it was just like, ooh, this is about to be some shit. Yeah, I mean, good for her. And then people was complaining, oh, we got a diet, we can't get, we ain't never got a conviction. Listen, you, a trial is always a crapshoot, no matter what to charge, charge the police, charge anybody. But the fact that she handed out an indictment and quickly and based off the facts, and they did a separate investigation, they didn't just let the police do what they wanted to do and hand them the results, unlike what happened in Ferguson, where you had a DA basically working to exonerate police, which is not at all what a DA is supposed to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, that's she doing what she can do, and I'm sure, and she, her background is in trial law, so I'm sure, you know, and I mean, I don't know. It's, it's. I think the case broke. What really broke the case, from what I, what I was reading, because again, I wasn't really keeping up on Twitter. But um, I read the article. I think it came out Wednesday or Thursday that they got caught lying that they stopped the van four times, not three times. Yeah. And the yeah. Only, and the only reason they knew that they stopped the van four times, not three times, is because somebody's random security camera caught yep. it. The bodega on the corner had a security right. camera. They got caught. Because before that, their story was like, well, we only went three stops and it wasn't enough time. What could have happened? Oh, no, nigga. You stopped four times for 45 minutes. So you have plenty of time to beat the boy to death and sever his spine. So right. that's that's what broke it. And, and after that, you know, then you seen the, the mugshot of the six of them, you know, um, three of them black, right? Three was black. Yeah, three black, one one woman. It was a three, yeah, one, two, it was three black, and then the other three Two black white. dudes and one black woman. Right, and then the other three dudes was white. Right. I didn't know that. That blew my mind. What, they were black? Yeah. 
Nigga. I mean, it shouldn't have, but I was just like, wow. Some of the black ones is worse than the white ones. So that's the KRS got a whole song called Black Cop. <laughs> I mean, some of them, me personally, the worst ones are white females because they out here really with a chip on their shoulder, really trying to got something to prove and usually lame as fuck. But anyway, but yeah, some of the black cops are worse, but it's going to be interesting now because they either going to all, they either going to get behind the union and try to get, and try to get through it together. They're going to get their story straight, try to push through it together. Or one of them is going to flip. And I think if they smart, and the first one that flips is usually the one that gets the deal. And the reason I said, who who you think going to flip? I think it was the one, the black dude in that corner. Um, the one that was looking down or the one that was looking at the camera? The one that was looking down, the one that was looking like he just don't know which way is up. And he, he, he looked like he got in the car and he cried. And he went home and he prayed and he called his mama and he was like, I'ma tell him what happened, mama. Could be. The reason why I say that it's gonna be the black woman is because she's the sergeant and I think the older black dude was the lieutenant, right? Is that right? I think that's right. It was a sergeant there and it was a lieutenant there. Not sure which one. I know that the lady is the sergeant. She's the sergeant. And so I'm totally talking out of my ass, completely talking my ass. I have no idea what occurred. But if I had to guess with my background, military background, and being overseas and just knowing shit, because military setup is very similar to police setup as far as the command structure and how shit goes down. So if I had to guess what occurred, and when I say this, please don't think that I'm trying to excuse any of them or say any of them were any less, more or less, um, guilty than the other because they all concocted the story and they all lied so clearly they all were in cahoots that's not what I'm saying but I'm talking about as far as the incident that ended up in this uh, man's you know being beaten and his spine severed if I had to guess I I would guess or I would bet that the the sergeant had did not be had nothing to do with the beating right I, I, I think what I think occurred you had you got two black cops and you got those three white males and I think what occurred was probably Freddie, because they said, people said he was yelling or whatever, and we saw the pictures, and they was dragging him away. He didn't think happy, so I think he was complaining, or whatever, calling them bitches, whatever he was doing that they didn't like, and they stopped that van, and the macho uh, testosterone got out, and I think it was probably one of the black cops, maybe that one that was looking down, but I could be wrong, definitely that Nazi-looking white boy dragged him out of his van, like, oh, okay, you want, okay, we're going to show you what's up, and, and beat him up, right? And she is the sergeant. Yeah, she might be in control. She might be in command. But all she can say is stop. She can't physically pull them off. And she's not going to because now you're on the outside. Like, they don't think like that. Like, you know, she stood there and watched them beat them and didn't do nothing about it. So don't think I'm exonerating her. But I think, if I had to guess, she didn't have nothing to do with the beating. She probably was like, yo, chill, yo, stop, whatever. It probably was some male ego shit. And she knows that, hey, I'm the sergeant. And these three can get together with the police union or whoever and get a story or get with the lieutenant because I'm the female, I'm the odd man out, and say, well, I, 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 she was the sergeant and she told us to do it and she and she ordered us to do this and we wouldn't have did it without her, which, you know, so that's why I say it's going to be her because she's, if she's smart, if she's not smart and thinks she one of the good old boys and if them niggas that she was with was with her, then maybe she'll try to ride it out. But that's why that's why I think it's her because I I would be very much surprised. Not that it doesn't happen, but I'd be very much surprised if she was one of the ones that actually beat that man. Well, who was driving? Was it that um, black dude? I read the story. It wasn't her. They t- they said he was driving. 
I think it was one of the black dudes. I, re- I read it just this morning. I cannot remember. It was pro- It was probably the one that looking down. It was one. Of, I think it was one of the black dudes. They said who was driving. It was more or good. I don't know one of their names because it's in the New York Times. And yes, so that's the thing. They all knew they was lying. They all knew they left that fourth stop out. I just think it's going to be hard, but it might surprise us. It might be one of the white guys. It might be one of the young white guys who's like, look, I ain't want to, I ain't want to do it. I wanted to strap them in, but hey, I'm the lowest man here. You got a lieutenant, you got a sergeant. What you want me to do? So, so here's, here's the thing. So I was about the straps because in my experience with paddy wagons, there are no seat belts. There's no straps in the back so is that i mean is that specific to areas or like certain jurisdictions or like how does that work i ain't been in bad way <laughs> could not tell you don't know right because i just i know they seat belt you when they put you in the back of the police car but... yeah in the back of the car but in the back of a van there is no i don't know you're not i mean ordinarily if you're you know, you're attached to someone and, you know, you sit in the row seat and your feet are, your feet are shackled and your hands are shackled. But I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't want that to be the hang up in the case where it's like. But if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is transporting the, the, the prisoners to the jail, why would you really need to strap them in? Like you're going down paved roads with traffic signals. Right. The only time it's going to make a difference is if you're fucking being an asshole and and driving your van crazy in a way that you're flinging niggas back and forth, which apparently is what they were doing, that you're flinging niggas back and forth in the back of the paddy wagon so that they're smashing up against the, the boards and the... Because if you got your hands behind your back, and it, you know, you can't put them in front of your face to brace yourself, so if they fling you and you're going face first, guess what? You're going face first, so... I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I guess maybe they don't have straps, because, I mean, well, I guess maybe if you have, like, an unruly passenger, they, they probably, they probably have some way to secure, because what if you have, like, a drug addict, or just, you know, a crazy person, or people that's just unruly, you gotta have a way to secure them, but I've never been inside a pad wagon, so I don't know, I've seen inside one, and it seemed like it's just that bench, they, they slide them on the bench, and they handcuff them to the, um, bench, that's all I've seen, I don't think, I don't know, I don't know. When I was... <laughs> When I was there, when I had my accident, it was, but it was, it was a row of us. So we were all shackled to each other. Yeah. And I guess that was enough. And I guess maybe if you just have one person, maybe there's some kind of protocol. I don't know, but I, it's all crazy to me. But even still, it's like, how, what the hell were you doing to sever somebody's spine? Even with just bouncing them around, like picking them up and slamming them on the ground, or putting your boot in your back right. and pulling up on them, or taking your baton and like one person's holding them, the other person's beating them in the back, like extreme. It, oh, it was in the head though, right? It was up high. It was up high. I don't, I don't know where the spine severance was yeah, because the story I read. And this is where I start getting confused because the coroner was saying. Well, they did say that. He had blows. He suffered blows to the back of his head. He said one blow. He said one because the the cops tried to say that he did it to himself when he hit the bolt. And then another report came out. And the coroner was like, "There, this was a blunt force trauma. This is not consistent with the self blow. This is this is too forceful and too um, um, catastrophic to have been self inflicted or to have been for just from somebody." Because the thing about it is, he, they said he had no bruises. So if you would think if he was trying to hurt himself or getting flown all around the van, he's going to have bruises other places. They were like, no. Yeah. that's And see, that's why I'm confused. So I'm like, so was he getting thrown around the van or not? Like, I'm still not really sure 
what happened because I'm like because I'm like okay well if it was a rough ride then why does he have bruises other places I, I don't I don't know what occurred but I whatever. don't even think that you can sever someone's spine spine with with a rough um, well with you a rough might ride. could you might could if if, if they're handcuffed. And, you, and also collapse their spleen, too. If you fling them hard enough, because, I mean, you're handcuffed and you're not strapped in. And if they throw you around, it's nothing. Like, if you flip and you hit a, a piece of that wood bench or anything super hard, you could. I mean, you know, if, if I stopped, if, if you in the, when you're in a car and you're going real fast and you stop and you just, fly forward, if you hit your neck or your head and you fly forward and it's nothing to stop you and your body snaps around, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it sounds... I don't think they would have been able to um, build up that kind of speed in Baltimore City, but I mean, I, it can right. occur. It can occur if, you, if in the right situations. You, if you're not strapped in the back of a van and your hands are behind, so you can't brace yourself and you can't put your hand out, you they fuck you up. I guess that's what I was getting at. I, I guess I was thinking about Baltimore streets and how unlikely that was. Yeah, I think but, they dragged them out at that fourth stop. Whatever happened happened at that fourth stop that they all because. Why else would you not put that force force stop in? So clearly, that's where whatever it was either happened right before that or right after that. And then they they put him in leg shackles and he couldn't walk. Like that that that's kind of stood out to me too. It's just like, well, what the hell? Yeah, people were trying to say that he was injured before he was put in the van, but I didn't see that. You know, because Twitter detectives they like look at this picture. I'm like, yeah, but then they got another picture when he's getting put in the van. He's standing up, so clearly. he was. I mean, I think that he could, when they when they picked him up, it's like they were dragging him, and you right. could see his, his feet were limp, but then when they, I did see that, when he got, when they got him to the van, yeah. he did stand up, but you can still tell that he was weak, like he was still slumped. Yeah, he probably was hurt, but I mean, yeah, when they dragging you, your feet drag, like who, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, who, what, what are he supposed to do, make walking motions while they're dragging him, like, that's how it looks when they drag you, your feet drag, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I mean, the coroner said it happened for a blunt, blunt force. So we, so clearly that wasn't it because they filmed it and we didn't see it there. So, and, and again, the whole, why would they, if, if, why would they lie about the fourth stop? Clearly whatever happened, happened around that fourth stop. That's why they left it out. They put the three in there and, and specifically left that one out. So clearly whatever occurred, occurred at that fourth stop. So I don't know if maybe it started when they rested and they irritated, but I, I don't think so. I think whatever they did to him, they did to him on that fourth stop. That's why they left it out. That's why yeah, they lied was, about it. To me, it was more so of a... They, they beat his ass more so than it was a rough ride. Yeah, or it could have been a combination of both. They could have slammed him around yeah, and then dragged him out. It was definitely both, but what killed him was them beating him like that. Because yeah. I just don't... I, I mean, you you can't fucking Tokyo drift through Baltimore. Yeah. Like, you can't. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you just can't. But you could... What you could do, though, is you could go... Where was this... Did, did it, you could get into a parking lot or empty... You know, there's a lot of abandoned parts of Baltimore. You could go into a, a parking lot or an empty lot, and you could fucking drive that van around in a circle and hit your brake and swing it and slam the dude in the back and do it again. Because I'm I'm not slamming person in the back, but you know, <laughs> you could you can do that. You can do donuts. That's what you call. It. You can do donuts in a lot. Yeah. And if you got a nigga in the back that's handcuffed, you can fuck him up doing donuts because he's gonna be flying back there like uh, like he's on a you know in the circus. So. I just, but to, I, okay, I get that. For the severance of the spine, yes. But the spleen. Because your spleen is like in your diaphragm. Isn't it by your liver? In the back? It's, I think it's back. I think it's in the back. It? But is, is it still encaged within your ribcage, right? Like it's kind of covered? 
I, or is it exposed? I think it's next to your liver. So I think it's on the side. So I don't think it's in your rib cage. I, I could be wrong. Okay. But I think I'm, I know it's by your liver. I'm pretty sure. Because when you get hit in the spleen, they say the liver and the spleen, it hurts a lot. Um, so I'm yeah. pretty sure. Let's see. Let me look at a, I don't a think thing it's again. A, I don't think it's in a rib cage. Because it's a, um, you know, it's it's your, what what we call gizzards. It's people, it's, it's the gizzards area, which is generally not in the rib cage. Spleen. Let's see. Okay, yeah, it's underneath. It's underneath your diaphragm. Okay, yo, yeah, so it's right above your intestine. So, yeah, you're right. It is It is kind of in your ribcage. According to this picture, it's above the large intestine, off to the left, so right under your lungs. So, yeah, technically, it's towards the bottom, but it is in your ribcage. Okay, so so then I'll proceed. So, what to me that says automatically, like, your spine... The spine severance, the rough ride, okay, that makes sense. But the spleen, like, this, he had to have some kind of impact. They like, definitely you guys were beat him. Jumping they, on top of him. They definitely or, beat him. They definitely I, beat him badly. Like, he suffered a severe beating. Severely. Just, and, but I don't, I'm not going to say that it could not also have happened. Again, the reason it's doubtful is because, like you said, you're in Baltimore City. Where are you going to be at that you're going to be able to do that that nobody's going to see it? But you could – listen, if, you, if, you're in a, if you're in the back of a van, you're not strapped in, you're handcuffed, and they're in a lot or a parking lot or wherever they are, and they, you know, doing their donuts or whatever, you're flying around in the back of that van like zero gravity. Yeah, because no, I, nothing, no, I So, I mean, you. you could go head first into a, that, that wood bench, That's that oak. You can go head first into that oak and, and, and kill yourself and, and I die. Just, like, the space between the bench and where your feet go is, like, a half a foot. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, you don't have very much I'm. I just, I've been trying to picture Was he in there by himself? Yeah, he was in there by himself, right? Yeah. He yeah. was on that side by himself, and then they put in, um, the name oh, yeah. of the, the dude is slipping me right now. Whom I want, the, I want the news, and I want him to just stop talking to people. Who? <laughs> Which one? The dude, the dude that they picked up. Oh, the it was two of them. The last stop. The one that, the two. one that they said said that he was trying to hurt himself, but the dude came on the news like, I ain't never say that. All I said was the dude was hollering. Like, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's so bald. That's the thing. That's the other funny thing about it. Like, yo, it's so Baltimore. Everybody have on there is so. Baltimore. <laughs> See, but yo, that dude, when I saw it, I was watching it with my brother, and I was like, yo, that dude is fucked up. Like, he should have never said anything to anyone. Like, he says no matter he did what it. happens, he's he says he, up. Yeah, he says he did it. But I mean, you know, they can say whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, the autopsy report and the science is going to say. So, um, and, and I still, I think one of the cops is going to break. But I mean, what a you cur- know, like, I know, if a story comes out like that in the light, he did, obviously he didn't think about it. Of what, you know, he didn't think about how the media might turn things and use things against you or whatever. But, like, you know, like, I know, and I was I was having a conversation on it about Twitter. He's looking crazy to the hood right now. <laughs> I mean, for that crazy. and probably many other things as well. <laughs> like, yeah, because, you know, no snitching. Baltimore big on that. But, um... And if... if, if Maryland hadn't come out there and gave them officers them charges, like, that dude would have been dead, and you know it. That dude would have been dead. 
it's it's a lot. It's it's but what a perfect city, and and that's that's enough. Like I hate to say it's funny, but it kind of is because it's like yo. This ain't Ferguson, Missouri, and no disrespect to Ferguson, Missouri. Y'all got y'all got y'all thing in, but Baltimore, yeah, that is yeah, but, that's the perfect city for some shit like this to go down. Cause those niggas really don't give a fuck. They ain't worried about nothing. They don't care about your cause for peaceful protests. Like they ain't they ain't for it at all. And it's funny to me how the media is just like there's no recognition of that. They down there like, well, what are you guys? It's like yo, you in. Baltimore, homie. You like you might get fucking fucked up right where you at right now on camera. They might take your camera and your mic, right. and you be fucked up, and it won't be nothing nobody could do. Like you better hold them fucking interviews near the National Guard where they can right. get to your ass and shit jump off because them motherfuckers might might roll you up right on TV. Don't give a fuck. Everybody be dumped over in the harbor. Right. Never heard of you ever again. It's just so Baltimore. I'm like, white people, y'all don't understand. This ain't some little Midwestern town where niggas is like, you know, you got I mean, you you got your coons in Baltimore, don't get you wrong, but you ain't got these little slow country backwater niggas. These is niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these Baltimore niggas. And they've been yeah. waiting for this forever. They 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 shoot for fun, so it's just the perfect do, city, broad daylight. Yeah, it's just the perfect city. It couldn't have, it couldn't have gone down to more real city, and it's gonna be a long hot summer because this is gonna keep happening until you know. And this that's the other thing. Like, oh, it's so much to talk about on this. All these people, we've already talked about y'all misuse and MLK, and you know y'all don't never want MLK, so y'all want to bring them out and talk about how people should be peaceful. But you know what, man? Me personally, and 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 burn it down. Burn it all down. Like, I, you know, like, yo, niggas been peaceful. Uh, the slavery been over since 1865. We done went through the civil rights yeah. and all that shit. And it's the same bullshit. And it's like, you know, y'all, y'all feign ignorance and y'all don't want to listen. And y'all, you know, like this whole thing about thugs. Like, did you see the dude? Oh, my God. Give this nigga the nigga the gear award. Did you see oh. the dude? It was a clip. I think I want to say it's on CNN with a white lady. It was some random black. He looked like an older black man, like maybe in his 50s. I don't know who he was. And um, the white lady had said something about, well, what about these thugs? And he was like, thugs? He was like, you know what? Why don't you just say, just call them niggers. He was like, just call them niggers. Like, that's what you want to say. That's what y'all doing now. Like, you can't say niggers, so you throw a thug in there. Like, we dumb. And that's just pissing me off about this. That's why I say burn it down, man. Because they, they, they keep playing us like we dumb. Nigga, we know what thugs mean. You want to call that? You're calling them niggers. Look at these thugs. Look at these niggers. That's what you're saying. And you think we don't fucking know. Like, yo, we're not stupid. We're not we're not dumb. We know your game. We've been in this country as long as you have. Y'all don't know shit about us because y'all just run around like y'all run the world and that's all you need to know. But we know everything about y'all because we've been, we've been fucking born here and fucking had to deal with y'all since y'all bought us the fuck here. We know everything about y'all. Y'all don't know shit about us. So it ain't nothing y'all can do that could pull the wool over like all these little bullshit. It might work on y'all little fuck, dumbass Fox News viewers. All throughout America that believes that bullshit, but it ain't working on us. We know y'all shit. The jig is up. So yeah. all this peaceful, it's like, why you want us to be peaceful? Like, you know, it's like, come on, man. When when peaceful, not, and and I'm gonna say, you know, I, I'm I'm tired of a lot of people. I'm tired of a lot of people, and 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 you know, these so called leaders, and I'm talking about at the even at the very top. You know, they might be. I might be tired of them too, because it's like, where you at, man? Where you been at? Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't, you, I mean, you have to, you and I mean, I get it. Like we said before, you know, Obama is the president. He can't be coming to stir your greens and season your pork chops and all that. But, but yo, like, do you, 
like, yo, this ain't going away. This ain't a small thing. This is city after city right. after city. And you up here talking about some a catering to these white folks and making these white folks feel comfortable. It's like, man, say what you say with your chest. Like, <laughs> Kevin Hart, you know what I mean? Like, yo, say it's, it with your chest. For him, at this point, it's 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 a letdown to a lot of people because he's at the end of his term. Yeah. You can't be reelected. You have shit to lose. Like, just go fuck. Just yeah, go for it. and I mean, don't get me wrong. I still don't expect you to be up there like Malcolm X and that Nat Turner. I right. know you're still gonna have to temper it, but you could do. You could say more than you say, man. You more you more concerned yes. about making these liberals uh, feel feel calm and not be like, what's going on? They're gonna come, like, what is this? You know, you you more concerned about that. Like, so I ain't really feel. I ain't really feeling it for you on this either, bro. Because you ain't you ain't. I mean, you could talk. You when the fucking kids in, in Connecticut got shot up, and God bless them, that was horrible. But you can get up there and shed a tear for them and speak so eloquently for them. But we getting shot out here in the, in the streets like like we ain't shit, and it's like you know, we got to get all this fucking tempered preacher language. Like whatever, I ain't with it. Yeah, yeah. It's been this Baltimore has re- revealed several, several, several jigs. Um, right. That's sky high. The jigs are the jig is up. Sky high. Like the biggest one for me, I don't know about everyone else, but when that when that whole super game shit came out, I called jig immediately. The what? One because when they um the they put out this fraudulent police report that allegedly the Bloods, the Crips, and uh, some other big game. They had formed an alliance, and it was against the police. So it was going to be everybody versus the police. That's that's what the the police report. That sounds retarded. Right? Doesn't sound real. Right. So in my mind, that registered to me as, oh, okay. Well, the mayor and the police commissioner, y'all sat down and y'all figured out that this was going to be the explanation of how y'all were going to explain why this boy was dead. Y'all didn't even sense. People the were revolting on the police. I know they got bloods on the East Coast today. And I mean, I know they got Crips too, but it ain't, huh? It ain't, if you. Now, now here's the thing. There is a, there is an unspoken alliance because black is black. And at this point, everybody's fed the fuck up. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. Like, what, that don't make no sense. That would just be niggas being niggas. Ain't nobody got to have no alliance. Like, what are you talking about? Like. Hey guys, let's have like everybody hate the police. Right, exactly. Got the hook like up. for y'all to put out this report. Yeah, I, for y'all I, to put out this report, like we know damn well that didn't nobody sit down and say we gonna have this meeting and our blue is not gonna matter and our red is not that? gonna matter and your yellow is not gonna matter. This ain't Compton. All gonna be friends. This ain't Compton, nineteen eighty-five. That shit is old, man. What are y'all? That's that. But see, that shows you how disconnected they are. Oh, and excellent segue. That shows you how disconnected they are from what's from from what's will happen, and and that's an excellent segue to go into because we still ain't talked about um Baltimore mom. So I know you was upset with her. So and I'm curious, like I mean, I kind of seen a lot of people. I'm I, I'm curious why why are you upset with Baltimore mom? All right. So first, let me just say that I understand where she was coming from. I get it. You know, you, your kid is out here. He was how old? What seventeen? 16. Somewhere 16? Yeah. He's 16. Things are crazy. Everybody's dying. You don't you, you want your child to come home at night. I get it. However, somebody said to me, well, um, she didn't know she didn't know that there was police camera there there was cameras everywhere. And I was like, Well, how the hell did you not know? First of all, this is at the height of national 
protest. Like, did all... I mean, all not trained on her, though. She she saw the camera. She didn't necessarily think they was going to be trained on her. But did you not know that you were causing a scene? Did you not know what you were doing? Like, you're beating your son upside his head down the street. I mean, but in the middle of a riot. <laughs> okay, but, but in the middle of a riot. But she might have been noticed. She may not have been noticed. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't, and I, but I understand 
Yeah, yeah I, see, like, I, I, okay, go ahead. And in any, any interview that I've seen, the kid is kind of just, you yeah. know, he's sitting there with his head down, and he's just like, you know, I understand that my mom loves me. It's just like, nah, bro, that's not what you want to say. You're upset that she did that. And it's like, the mom, she completely dismisses the other argument and just, just like, come on, sis. Yeah, we hear you. We want, we want all our kids home at the end of the day. We do. Everybody. But... Like you gotta see the greater, you gotta see the greater good here. You gotta see the bigger picture. And but did I she say that? that? Did she say specifically that she didn't want him to be in the riot, or did she just say I wanted him to be home? She admitted that her fear was her. I think I believe her exact words were, "I don't want him to end up another Freddie Gray." Exactly. Exactly. And but the, my thing is, is like, yo, Duke is. Duke can put out one foot outside of his doorway and wind up like Freddie Gray. You never know. And I think that what's scary to me is when things like this happen, it, it, it creates this climate where it's like everybody's living in fear. So everything is everything is a reaction. Or or it's a it's a it's an it's a damn, I can't even think. It's a it might be a proactive measure but it's it's since it's out of fear it's not well Reaction, thought out it's reactionary they're reacting yeah that's the right word it, yeah it mostly is reaction well yeah it is reactionary and it's just like you can't let fear control you like that and i think that 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 right there is a, a small example but think about that on a larger scale what that would look like and what that would do I mean, I hear you, but I mean, let's not forget, we still got another child murder where the little boy had a toy gun 12 years old and the police pulled up, barely stopped the car and shot him dead. So, Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, 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 I heard, I, did, I haven't seen any of her interviews. I heard quite a few people say that, that, you know, and she's a, a mom from Baltimore, probably not the most articulate, but that I, I had noticed, but, that, but I even heard, so I was on watching Melissa Harris Perry and they showed the Baltimore police chief who was black and he said the same thing. And I'm the, and I'm like, see, they, they twisting it. They, they trying to push their agenda. They trying to interpret it wrong. Like, oh, if all the mothers was like the Baltimore mom, we had, wouldn't have this issue as if these kids are wrong and doing something they're not supposed to do. And we need more. And my whole point is that's not why she came and got her boy. That's the story that y'all are trying to tell because y'all, once again, are, are not getting what this is about. People not just out here throwing rocks and throw rocks. They're out here because they're mad about the shit that y'all are doing and y'all trying to twist it. So maybe she wasn't articulate enough to make that point, but hey, you know, you ain't gonna catch the PhD mom, go grab her son up in the street. We got who we got. But that's... I, I, Listen, I'm not mad at her. I ain't seen none of the interviews after people said she was cooning. Maybe she was. I don't know. But I know good and goddamn well that my motherfucking father, who was a black Muslim, who was a, a lot, knew Elijah, Elijah Muhammad, who knew Farrakhan, who was the blackity, blackest, blackest motherfucker you ever gonna meet in your life, like, would have came and got me and grabbed me just yeah. like that for throwing rocks at the police and for the same reason. So I'm not mad at her. And, and yeah, I mean... I'm- that's the thing is I'm not mad because my mom would have came and got my black ass too and done the exact same thing. Her reaction would have been the same. But I just, I don't think that it would be me. You would have just let your kid be out there in the ninja suit throwing rocks at the cops? I would have, if that was their decision, it's just like, I mean, given I don't have kids and then people are, I don't want to be attacked for this, don't come in my mentions. I, no, I don't have children. I don't. But I just, I feel like in today's climate, I would have been more proud of him just for fighting back. Like, I mean, who said she? I mean, listen, 
She could have made, I mean, look, you could go down there, you could be just as proud and fighting back, and you didn't have to have that mask on, and you didn't have to be dressed like that, and you didn't have to be throwing rocks. You could have just went down there and been screaming with the signs like all the other people that was out there, you know, doing it. Like, come on, he put the mask on for a reason. He put the mask on because he didn't want to be identified. So, you you know, you went down there to throw rocks at the cop. I mean, again, I just said burn it down. I don't care. It's not like I care. It's not like I'm, like, appalled that they was throwing rocks at the cops, like, whatever. But not whatever, because it ain't, you know what I mean, they'll shoot you. And, I mean, they'll be justified, like it or not, because that's what they do. Oh, he threw a rock at me, even though I'm standing here with this M16 with this machine gun, and this little rock ain't shit to me. But I can still pull the sugar and kill you, and I can tell them, well, he threw a rock, and I fear for my life, and they won't do shit to me, and your son will just be fucking dead and, and get over it. So, you know, hey, you could have went down there, approach, you ain't have to be dressed like that. You could have took, why are you throwing rocks? Man, I understand what you're saying, but I I just don't think that that's what she was doing. I don't think she was chastising him for protesting. I think she was chastising him for being the fuck downtown like a knucklehead and dressed in all black. We can't nobody ID you throwing rocks at cops. Who, who's out here killing us? Like, what are you doing? She was. I just don't. I just feel like her handling of it after. And he's what? Yeah, okay, after. I, a lot of people said that. You could be right again. I didn't see any interviews, and that's what people was kind of saying. But, you know, they was like, oh, she was beating him. Come on, man. That's a big 16-year-old boy. She's a single mom. Let me tell you something, white people, if y'all don't know, because I know y'all don't know, because y'all motherfucking kids cuss y'all out and tell y'all, fuck you, mom and bitch, and fall out in the mall and, tr- and plot to kill y'all and, and tell y'all to stay out their room and don't come in my fucking room and run y'all fucking whole house. So I know y'all don't know. But black families and single black moms that's doing their jobs, or they don't play that shit. So he's a big 16-year-old boy. He's taller than her. He's going to be bucking up on her. You got damn right she punched him in his face because she got to let him know, don't try me. So all y'all worried about, that boy was fine. That was a big strapping boy. Them little three smacks she did to his head was not phasing him at all. He's fine. She do what she had to do, and if like if she didn't come get him, and 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 he got arrested and hang in jail, then it's gonna be like where was she at? Why she ain't come get him? So it's like you can't win. You damned if you do, you damned if you don't, because they judge us for everything. They judge our parent, and even though they kids is the worst kids in the fucking world, they don't have no respect. They don't have no upbringing, no nothing. And again, not excuse me, not all. Gotta say it, not all. But y'all know what the kind I'm talking about. You know, the Brads and the Chads and the Ashleys and the Beckys. Like that girl who sued her parents for not, you know, supporting her lifestyle when she got to college. Them, them motherfuckers that they raised. But they want to stay telling somebody else what they should do with their kids and want to call CPS. Well, we're going to call CPS because we feel like she was abusing them. She got him to 16, year, 16 in Baltimore and he's a good kid. She ain't abusing him. Trust me. He's going to be all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and we got to do shit to get our kids to 16 that y'all don't even have to imagine because y'all don't have to worry about cops shooting y'all kids and y'all don't have to worry about cops harassing y'all kids because y'all white. So y'all shut the fuck up and stop commenting on what that woman who lives in the, in the bottom of Baltimore had to do to get her son to be 16. Mind your fucking business and worry about yourself. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, what about the parents that made their son turn themselves in? Now they can't get his ass out. Assholes. And that's the thing. Everybody was so mad about this mom. I'm like, she did the right thing. The assholes is the one who handed their son over to the police. Listen, man, don't never hand yourself over to the 
to the police. I don't give a fuck if it's for serial murder. Let them get a goddamn warrant and come arrest you. I don't know why y'all have so much faith in the police. I don't know why y'all buy into this white America thing of, oh, well, if you didn't do anything, you don't have anything to worry about it. It's bullshit. The motherfucking cops don't give a fuck about you. They'll put a case on you. They'll try to solve a case on you. They'll try to put something. Don't take yourself. Don't turn turn yourself in for what? Fuck you. Come get me. Right. They are knuckleheads. And for, and, 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 and for y'all to be mad at Baltimore mom who was disciplining her son and, and, and just not be having anything to say about these knuckleheads who turned their son over. And granted, he was 18, so actually he's a man. But still, like, who, who the fuck does that? What did they do that at? Like, you're a cunt. Like, come on, man. And then the dude, the dude was like, well, you know, so now it's the story that they think that the stepdad was just trying to get rid of him because he was 18. And, I mean, look, maybe he was a pallet, pallet folder. Maybe he was an Ashley Larry. But if that's the case and, you know, you you want to turn him over to jail so he could be a man, how about you be a man and put your foot down in your house and be like, look, you got to get out. You're 18. Get out. You don't want to listen. You don't want to do what we want you to do. Get the hell out. You don't fucking turn him into the police. Who does that? Who black, mother, in America, black in America does that? As a mother, you handed your child over? Now come get me. Come get me. That's you want jail to, to go to jail, come get me. I'm not turning myself in shit. That was the dumbest shit ever. Only time I might do it is if if I kill somebody and I did it and I just want it to be clear off my conscience, but it'd be other than that... It'd be clear off my conscience when you get that warrant and come get me. <laughs> and I tell you everything you want to know then, but prior to that, nope. I just, I guess you wouldn't want to be looking over your shoulder, but this nigga bust a police uh, a patrol car window. Like, really? Yeah, you, you would have to come get me for that. And this bond is so high. Like, listen, I ain't even got, I don't even have a vocabulary for the stupidity that was. But that's what really ticked me off, though. So I'm like, everybody, because it was the day, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, everybody's like, oh, I'm sick of this mom. And I'm like, but y'all not mad at the one who turned her son into police, and now he's stuck in jail on 500 grand bond. But y'all see, y'all don't see nothing wrong with that, but you you mad at this woman for disciplining her son? Yeah, she 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 ruined that. See, yeah, the difference is, yeah, the um, the Baltimore mom, you know, she embarrassed him or whatever. But they can come back from that. This boy sitting in jail right now because his parents made him turn himself in is not going to come back for that. I'm glad you said that because this notion, and I mean, don't get me wrong, is is it a good idea? Is it something that is it is it a is it a philosophy of parenting that you should embarrass your children? No. But this idea that embarrassing your kids is going to damage them for life and scar them for life, and it's that we all get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Embarrassment and shame, it has a part in society. You know what the part is? That's some shit you should not be doing. Cut that shit out. Like, I, I don't, I don't, this new age, and I ain't even, I can't even say new age parenting. I mean, I ain't got no kids, but I've been, I was a kid. We all were a kid. Right. And we all came up a certain way, and we all fine. And I and, I, and listen, I'm not one of these old stuck in my ways niggas. Like, but you have not, you have not convinced. Like, show me the receipts. Show me the receipts that these new parenting rules, that this new philosophy, new age bullshit that y'all on is producing better individuals. Because I got receipts that it's not. We can just go outside yeah. and I just point to random ass kid and show you how they their inferior product to me and my generation and all those after us in every way. So if you, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Some things work. So all this, just because something is new don't mean it's better. Don't, you know, look, don't get me wrong. 
I ain't saying abuse your kids and, and all of that, but like y'all, oh, he's embarrassing. That nigga be all right. You know what? Life is, there's times in life when you get embarrassed and you need to know how to handle that and how to react to that. And if that crushes exactly. your spirit and crumbles you to the ground and you just can't go on, you're going to have a hard time, bro. So, you know, I, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't get y'all on that. I, oh, why would he shave his son's head? Because maybe he tried all that other shit. Some kids are just knuckleheads. Some kids just don't listen. Maybe he tried all that other shit. And do like, and eh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, well, tell you what. Go to, go to school with the George Jefferson hairline. And now all your friends is laughing at you. You don't want that no more. So now maybe, you know, maybe I better start listening to what my mom and them say. Because, you know, now my friends are making. I was like that. I was a kid like that. I got on punishment. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't get in trouble a lot. But when I did get on trouble, I got on punishment. And I didn't give a fuck. Because I was just like, if I felt like I was something I wanted to do, okay, well, you, you know, I got a 90% pass rate. Like, nine nine out of ten times I do my fuck shit, I don't get caught. You caught me this one time, so you got a 10% um, arrest rate. I got a 90% get away with shit rate. So if I got to be on punishment for a couple weeks because of that 10%, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't give a fuck. I was one of them kids. So you might have had to be like, okay, you know what? You ain't no sneakers for you this year. We ain't buy you ain't buying no Jordans, and I and I'm taking your money and don't let me and I'm a, and I'm gonna go up to school random. So if I see you with some Jordans, it's gonna be a problem. You had to do that with me. It had to be something extra like that, because otherwise I just wasn't gonna give a fuck. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it's kids out there like that. So you know, like, come on, man, y'all killing. Oh, he's embarrassing. He's shaming. It ain't the worst thing in the world, man. You'll be all right. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even that her. It wasn't even her tone of discipline or her her way of discipline. It was just like, for what it was, I just thought I just didn't think it should have happened. But like, like I the, said, you didn't like the way he the can media, recover from that. You didn't like the way the media tried to spin it, in which in which right. I, I agree with because the media tried to make it about her discipline and her son for being in the riot and for standing up, and that's not what she was doing. And maybe, like I said, I didn't see any of them, but I guess she didn't possess. The um, you know, intellect or vocabulary, whatever word you want to use to to make that point. But you know, black people, we saw that point. White people saw it totally different. And and the black people that's you know working with that's in cahoots with the white people, like Mayor Lipgloss and all them, who saw it the same way. And and they even less, they even less, um, uh, they even more disingenuous because I'm pretty sure that they knew what it was. But it's in their interest to hop on this other this other um, line of thinking because that's in their interest, you know. So. Yep. They were even even more disingenuous, but you know I, I'm, I'm hey Baltimore mom I'm I'm standing up for you sis like you 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 ain't the worst thing to come down the pike and they trying to act like you know the fall of all the black them is is because you snatched your your kid up out that riot and slapped him in the head a few times and 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 he gonna be all right and y'all gonna be all right and I think you did the right thing. We'll agree to disagree, but <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not taking away from I'm not taking away from her in that way. Um, I just think it should have been done different. Yeah, that's it. So what? Um, what else has? So the Baltimore, and then you know, are they so are they still out? Are they still going out or or no? Or is it, is it like are is people still like out protesting in Baltimore? Or are they is everybody going home? Yeah, because at this point now, you know, they still have the the curfew, so people oh. are now. You know, they're still protesting. It's just like, well, why can't we be adults? Like last night, I would have been pissed. You would have been more pissed if you was one of the bars that ordered that fucking fight and was expecting right. all the business from that fight and, and can't nobody go out. You'd have been right. more pissed. Exactly. 
Because for a barber show, that costs a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, and I heard I heard the fight, like, um, the fight, like, blacked out for a lot of people. I'm like, are they going to get those people that money back? Because I heard, like, Tom Warner Cable and a few other cables, like, nationwide, like, all over. My shit was fine. But, like, all over, they said that they, was they, it wasn't up. So I'm like, yo, they're going to have to get people their money back for that. Like, they paid $100 and they didn't see the fight? Yeah. Yeah. Especially I, I if, bet that phone was blown off the... Especially if you was a Pacquiao fan, you like really trying to get your money back now. Right. Like, you know, you know, I ain't right. even see my man lose. I want mine and I was back. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So Baltimore, then then Philly, I, I I saw I was so behind this week. Then I saw Philly. Um, they had protests, but Philly is you talk about Baltimore. Philly is like Baltimore on ten. They they shit wasn't peaceful at all. They was clashing with police. They was they and and um I believe it because Philly is is. I was thinking that when it happened, I was like, well, if it stays in Baltimore, it's going to be turned up. I was like, but if Philly get involved in that shit, whoa. You know what? <laughs> I hate to say this, and I hope I'm wrong, but, I mean, it's May. This summer is going to be a hot-ass summer. Yeah, oh, it's going to be a long, hot these, summer. These cops are going to keep getting people fucked up in these wrong, these wrong cities, and that shit is not going to go well. Because, I mean... You're going to get the Phillies. You're going to get the Chicago's, the Detroit's. The LA's. I mean, and L.A. done already showed they turn it. They, how they turn up. So L.A., I mean, something happened this week in Atlanta, and I've been trying not to speak on it too much because of what it is and, like, as more facts unravel. But Atlanta, these people here, like, it's gonna be a crazy summer. I know. So I'm like, so I'm like, it's gonna come. It's gonna. It's no way. It's all these people that think it's just gonna go away and it's gonna go down. It's not. It ain't. People are it's tired. getting worse. And this is it. Like this is the loggerheads. This is like it's 2015. We've been dealing with this. We've been being nice. We marched. We was peaceful. We voted. We did all the shit y'all said we gonna do, and y'all still, y'all still trying to. And, and a lot of this is coming from these fucking Republicans that y'all keep voting for. That want to cut all the money for the inner city programs and give it to the military, and that's why people don't have jobs and people not educated and all the shit that y'all gutted out the city and y'all thought it wasn't gonna matter. Cause fuck them niggas. Well, no, fuck you. And so if we gotta burn all this shit down. And, hey, we built it back up. We built this country in the first place. This whole motherfucking country, is, it has the wealth and, and privilege that it does off of the blood, sweat, and tears of black people. So, Look, hey, it that, ain't nothing that for has us been to my start argument. over. That huh? has been my argument. And, yeah, I was, I, was, I was mad when they did it in Ferguson. I was No, I was only mad at the, the gas station because it's a gas station. And... You guys could have blown up the whole entire fucking city, <laughs> but that was that was the only thing that I was I was. Y'all mad not at chemistry majors for sure. <laughs> yeah, like the only, that was the only thing I was mad at. But like the CVS and and even people were like, oh well, you know they burned up the senior citizens. Cool. And I was like, I was like, did anyone die? But did you die though? CVS got insurance. CVS gonna have like, that shit back up in a month. The difference here is that people are doing this, and it, these are these are. Um, if these are emotions, but they're not doing this out of malintent. Like, no one's doing this to kill anyone. They're doing it to make a statement. And they're not, no one died. And they're not shooting people in the back and planting weapons. They're not shooting people on bullshit and, and, and lying about what happened. Y'all talking you about mean, property. I want you to right. say that we shouldn't destroy property. Fuck your property, man. Y'all stole this whole motherfucking country. Ain't nothing. What the right. fuck are you talking about? Like, come like, on. You can, you can build another building. We can, we can make another job. That's easy. People are dying. These kids, um, Trayvon ain't coming back. Mike Brown ain't coming back. 
This dude, um, Freddie, what's his name? Freddie, what's his name? I keep wanting to say Gray. Freddie Mitchell. That's the Eagles player. What's his name? Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray. He's not coming back. These people are dead, and y'all talking about burning the CBS? The fuck up, yo, white people. We the jig is up, yo. It's enough. These kids are out here young, and they not listening to these these fucking stepping fetch it preachers. Y'all want to keep throwing in front of everybody, and they not listening to these stepping fetch it politicians that y'all want to keep throwing everybody because they see that that's bullshit. They might the jig is up. They might be fooling your old ass. I want you to say you agree with President Obama. Like, every black person in America, like, he's our king of, you know, whatever he say we gotta agree with. Really, Wolf Blitzer, do you agree with fucking random white dude down the street? Y'all both white. Don't y'all agree? Like, y'all sound so dumb. Like, what are you talking about? Nah. I'm not gonna say Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. I want somebody to be like, you know what? Martin Luther King is dead. He was shot in the face by a white man. Do you have any other leader that you can ask me to agree with? Do you know anybody else? I bet you don't. They might know Malcolm X, but not. They don't know nobody. They know Martin Luther King. Maybe they know Rosa Parks. That's it. Yep. Who else they know? Yeah. They don't know nobody else. Everybody's quick. They they're quick to throw out that MLK. Oh, yeah, and, then, and, then it's, and then it's oh well, you guys should you guys should listen to Garvey. You should you should get on the Garvey boat. They don't here's know who thing. Garvey is. They ain't never even heard of Marcus Garvey. And here's the thing: I don't mind leaving, but pay me all my money. Give me my boats. Give me all my mules. <laughs> you can keep I them. Want mother- it all. You can keep them motherfucking mules. I give me some Google stock, but I'm not going no motherfucking where. No, you gonna give me my money. Give me that. Fuck until me. every last penny is accounted for, I ain't going no fucking where. You ain't even get. A, listen, this I'm I'm reasonable. You ain't even got to give me every penny. All you got to do is if you ever like do the research and they have like there is this like big study of like all the corporations in America. Who got their start in slavery or who profited off of slavery and they're you know they're blue chips because they're the oldest companies like the different shipping companies oil companies a lot of um yeah co- for, that industrial roots, companies. right industrial companies their roots are in slavery and they built their if you just you just recompense me for myself for my pain and suffering and all my ancestors going back to whenever we got here it's pain and being in slavery and being in jim crow if you just recompense me for all of that with all my interests and all of that. I don't even need like, and then for the dying and then for the lynching and then for the stealing of the land and then for the bringing us the fuck over here. I don't even need all that. I don't need all that. You get, you keep that. Just give me them corporate profits. Give you me my shit. Nice. I want all of it. And me, myself, personally, my me, myself, personally, y'all can call me a sellout coon, whatever. Me, myself, personally, I'll, I'll be the fuck quiet. I will go find my little island somewhere, wherever it's going to be, in the Caribbean, most likely. And I will build my beach mansion and all the other niggas, they got our money. We can all, like, have a little billionaire's row on that little island. And we can just fucking cook out and cook ribs all day and just fucking chill. And I will be the fuck quiet because I will, I will, I will be, not be content until I have what I want. Until all my niggas got what they want. I will be content because at that point you can't we can't live on the past. Time doesn't move back, it moves forward. I've been recompensed. I have been re that's all that's all I'm asking is to be either you going either you gonna treat me equal and give me all the shit and, and, and that's it, or you gonna pay me for having not done it up to this point. It's gonna be one or the other. But it ain't it ain't gonna be both. Like you ain't gonna not acknowledge this bullshit and then continue to do this bullshit and think it's gonna be cool. No. Nah. It just blows my mind that they paid everybody but us. Everybody but us. And then tell yeah, us to get over it. Tell, and not just pay everybody but us. Tell us to get over They ain't paid the Japanese. Who was the right. motherfucking enemy? 
They was the enemy. Right. Yo, they was the motherfucker. They got paid. Tell us we got to get over it. Nigga, if they paid the black people what they owe us, they would bankrupt this motherfucking country because literally... They would just have to hand that this country over and sign it over to because us. Because we built this shit. And right. I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. The Latino, y'all y'all are brothers and sisters too, but y'all like to try to, you know, jump in shit. And I know y'all had y'all shit, but we built this shit. United States of America, this here country, we built this shit. This shit was built on slave labor, slave us, our people. So, till we get our shit, ain't nobody getting their shit. <laughs> Period. Right. So, no justice, no peace. And, hey, that's how it gotta be. And, you know, I'm with, like, I, you know, I got a job, I go to work every day, I got these loans to pay, but like I said, yo, when the, when the revolution come, let me know, nigga, I'm locked and loaded, let's go. Because I don't need this pressure anyway. I, hey, I ain't gotta pay loans no more, we, we gonna revolution? Okay, come on, let's go. I'm going wherever I'm needed. We forgiving loans, me to right? Talk? We forgive the loans in the revolution, right? Ain't no loans, ain't no student loans. Sally Mae, she not gonna make it through the revolution, right? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Fuck Sally. Yup. We, go. we gonna kill Sally ass first. Right, where's Sally at? We gonna go down to Washington <laughs> and fuck up all them computers. Where the, where the mainframe at? Where the mainframe at? No, no, nigga, we worry about that later. Where's the mainframe? Get the dynamite, blow this shit up. Yes, okay, now let's go. <laughs> like, we kill the white people after this shit. <laughs> millennia. 
y'all new kids on the block. Y'all history is only a thousand years. So it's not like the world, you think the world revolves around you and your history and culture, but it really doesn't because everything that's your history and culture was stolen or given to you by somebody else. Like you don't create anything that's original. You got your uh, mathematics and your art and all that from the Greeks. The Greeks got it from the Egyptians. Who knows who the Egyptians, who knows who was here before the Egyptians. We don't go back that far. Might've been somebody here before them. We don't know, but you know, so it's, it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not like a question of not writing you off. Yeah. There's good people. All I'm saying is when the revolution come, if, if we decide, you know what, we want to start over and we, yeah, you know, all these like past 20,000 or so years, y'all really, we gave y'all a shot, but it's really not working out. So we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. All of y'all. You know, like, all I'm saying is I ain't got a problem with it. Kev said y'all had to go. I said I would work with y'all. We worked with y'all, though. We got here where we at right now working with y'all. Y'all came over to Africa. We was like, oh, who these people on the boats? Oh, they smell and they got diseases and shit. But, hey, give them a mango. Give them some water. Hook them up. They look a little tired. They look lost. They don't know how to navigate. Give them the map. Show them how we get around um, Hakeem because they they think they in India. And they in motherfucking Africa, so clearly they don't even know how to fucking navigate. So hook them up, and 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 y'all fucking hit us in the head and brought us over here and made us slaves. So listen, it, we tried it, you know, we, we, it ain't working out. This little joint venture we got going here, we are gonna have to dissolve it, and y'all just gonna have to go. No hard feelings. We got a long way to go. So, you know, that's that. Long way to go. Yeah. So. Baltimore, right? We might, we might. This might be an ongoing topic. Maybe we'll follow this as it goes along, because um, I'm sure there'll be some more. And, and this summer, there will for sure be. This gonna be a long hot summer. There's gonna be some shit. And if they shoot another person, which I'm sure they will, it's gonna be some shit. So this may be an ongoing. ongoing it's gonna thing. turn into a national state of emergency. Like it's just. And I'm gonna be in Ohio, so uh, I'm in Columbus. It's, it, Columbus is not bad though. It's not as um, it's not as cow town as I thought it was going to be. And but um, I'm definitely coming home. We got. I told you about the dude that stays. I'm not staying in Ohio over the weekend. Fuck that. I'm not missing this New York summer. <laughs> Whether it be hot or not, I'm not missing it. So yeah. True story. I'm 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 gonna have to spend some time in New York this summer. I miss it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I've been um. You know, we'll, we'll 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 see. This might be an ongoing. We'll we'll cover. We try to keep it light. We ain't trying to be all you know, shorty Africa all the time. But I mean, we can. We'd be remiss if we didn't bring this up. And I'm sure there'd be other stuff to bring up um, as the summer goes on. So it's gonna be fun. We're gonna do. We're gonna try to do one for Miami when we go to the Sweet Heat. And um, we we gonna again. We are gonna have some guests. I just got to get my schedule down. Well, not. I got the schedule. I just got to get my groove. Like figure out you know, a good time to do things, and maybe, you know, you know, maybe some of it might be best done on vacation, but we'll see, but it's kind of hard, you know, like, flying back and forth to Ohio yeah. during a week is a little, is a little rough, so it's not like, you know, and I, because I don't want to take my microphone through, uh, through the airport. Yeah. The airport's such a pain in the ass, man. Not now, because I got my TSA pre-check number, so I'll be going through that empty-ass pre-check line. Instead yeah, of hey, man. You I'm do, to get but that's the worst. Now I don't got to stand with the peasants. <laughs> stand in the long-ass peasant line. I go through the VIP, nigga. What? I don't got to take my shoes off. Because I already get padded every time. I'm like, Kel, international Beach. drug dealer. Like, they swear I'm bringing all the cocaine. 
Like, nigga, don't you see this suit I got on? Or don't, do I look like a drug dealer? Like, seriously? Or whatever. Every I was, time I get randomly picked. They, they patted my back down this morning. I was like, really? They be all in my crap. crap what the hell is in there? They be like, okay. It's always know. my knees, always my crotch. Always your crotch. That's why when I read that article about them um, firing that dude that, that was um, picking attractive men, I'm like, is that what's happening to me? Because I get picked every time, and it's always backhand in my crotch. The fuck? Yeah. I have no cocaine, man. Like, ugh. They be like, well, can you pull your pants up? My pants are up. Like, I be, it's at a point now where I'll be like, just search me. Like, let's not waste time with the wine and all that, because I know y'all gonna search me. I search me every fucking time. So now I don't need to go through that no more. Yeah, I need to. I need to look into that. I need that. It wasn't hard at all. You go online, you fill it out, you make an appointment. That's the hardest part getting an appointment. At least in New York, in Atlanta, it probably. I'm pretty sure it's not a big rush. Um, you pay your eighty five dollars. You, you give them your fingerprints, and they give you this number. And every time you travel, you give them that number, and you just go through the pre-check. Yeah, just keeping your shoes on, and yes. you, you still have to take your laptop out, right? Uh no, do you leave it? I don't think I so because I went it. through it. I, I had it as a um, they gave it to me as a sample twice when I went to Minnesota, and I don't think you take you just put your bag on the belt. You don't have to, you, you you don't have to take your jacket off. Like you have an overcoat, I think you got to take that off. But like your suit jacket, you don't have to take off. You don't have to take off your shoes, and I don't think you got to open your laptop. But I could be wrong, but I don't recall opening my laptop. I might have to open the bag the laptop yeah. was in. But I don't think I had to take the laptop out. Yeah, because they let me over there sometimes, but I can't always bank on it being there sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so it was great. All right, so we had a pretty good show today. We told y'all it was going to be live. Hopefully um, nobody got offended. Hopefully our white listeners, y'all cool, but I'm just saying, when you know, when the zombie apocalypse, when, when, the, when the Negro apocalypse hit, the rules is going to change, and y'all might not make it. So we'll see. <laughs> I'll try my best to look out. <laughs> Unless y'all serve a purpose, but you know, y'all like to take over shit, so I don't know. I mean, I figured, you know, they always kept a token black kid, so, you know, we might keep a token, token white kid. It's only fair. <laughs> but they only to- kept a token black kid because legally they was required to have one. If it was up to them, they wouldn't have a token black kid. They wouldn't have none of us if it was up to them. They already, oh, we should have just let them pick up. We should have just picked our own cotton. Y'all motherfuckers wouldn't have made it six months in America if the Native Americans ain't hooked y'all up. And y'all, nigga, y'all can't even be out in the summertime without passing out. Y'all was gonna pick cotton? Get the fuck out of here. Y'all can't do nothing. And y'all y'all fled Europe because y'all couldn't do shit in Europe and the king was tired of your ass. And now you coming over here acting like y'all somebody. Man, y'all wasn't nobody, man. The, 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 the slaves made this country rich. Y'all got two hundred years of free labor. You know how much of you know how much of a head start that is. Right. Get the fuck out of here. And, and we ain't never been recompensed. Get the fuck out of here. Then y'all stole. Right. Then y'all stole the native land. So that was some more free shit. Y'all got a lot of people mad at y'all. Is what it boils down to. Yup. Not enough. <laughs> not enough people mad at y'all. That's the problem. Because you still got some that they think y'all. They think the sun rises and sets on y'all and they, and everything y'all do is the way it's supposed to be done and didn't nobody do nothing before y'all do it and y'all got the coldest ice in the world and and, and, and that's the problem. If it wasn't for them niggas, we might have could have got y'all up out of here before then. Well, I, all I know is that these uh, this is a generation of uh, 
revolutionaries. Yeah, they got no answers. Yeah, these young kids got no answers. They got no solutions. They ain't had no training. They ain't had no homeschooling. They ain't had no wholesome lunch meals. All they know is ramen noodles and high fructose corn syrup. And 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 they they about to get in that ass. They got time, cause they got time today. <laughs> so they good luck. Good luck with your with your willful ignorance. Good luck with it. Be blessed. Yeah, willful ignorance. Willful ignorance is a recurring topic on here. Be blessed. It's just, it's just there. Um, but I think we should call this episode "Move, Bitch." Move, Bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call this one. Elbow room. Episode Move. six. Move, Bitch. Episode six. All right, so wrapping this up, I am Kells at KMGZ. My um government name is Kelly. It's so I feel like people be afraid to call you. Can call me Kelly. It's cool. Swab, she undercover lover. She don't want y'all to know her government <laughs> name. But my shit no. is K E L L Y. Real simple. So I mean, you can call no, me Kells. But- my friends and my my peeps always call me Kells of some variation of an S and a Z. I don't really care. But it's Kelly. It's cool. <laughs> No, my name is Chelsea. You can call me Chelsea. If you if you so choose to call me Chelsea, I've been called it all my life. Mr. Um, <laughs> you can call me Swab. Um, at Sincerely Swab is where you can find me on Twitter. The podcast Twitter is um, Thanks. Is it? I always fuck it up. We gotta get better with this. It's so it's so <laughs> it's so random because I had to have so many iterations to try and and, and get it. Uh, all right, I got it. It's um, it's thanks underscore for asking without the G. Um, our our email account is thanks for asking podcast at gmail dot com. If you need to reach us, tell us what you think. Tell us you hate it. Tell us you love it. Whatever. Yeah, and um, you know our listeners. I don't have you been checking the stats? People still listening? Yeah. All it right. blows my mind. People are listening in, like, different countries. All right. It's like well, somebody listened in Russia, and I was like, oh, shit. Huh. I wonder if that's where they So Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, God bless, and we glad y'all like it. And, hey, again, like, if y'all have any suggestions or anything y'all want us to cover, um, let us know either on our Twitter or on the email. We added it down. Somebody asked us to add a download button. I don't know what that does, but we did it. So, um, yeah. So, you got that. I see people did download. They were there. So, that whoever that helped, you're welcome. Okay, so thank y'all. We appreciate your support. God bless. Thanks for coming out. Good night. All right.